Mazda presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Gentlemen, I have a question for you on this, the last show of 2016. What would you ask me on this, the last show of 2016? Is Sidney Crosby playing like he's tired of hearing of Connor McDavid's name? I think Sidney Crosby is playing like he's tired of hockey. <laughs> he's had enough of hockey's garbage, uh-huh. and now hockey is paying for it. Right. Well, it I just seems like, okay, so last night he ties Connor McDavid. For most points in the NHL, but Sydney is in the lead because he's done it in five less games. Mm-hmm. Um, 42 points, both of them. Yes. Pretty incredible. In 36 games for Connor McDavid, 31 for Sydney. I feel like Sidney Crosby has been asked time and time and time again, whoa, how about this Connor McDavid kid? Is he the best NHL player? And Sydney, not hating Connor McDavid, but being probably a pretty competitive guy. You got to think that Sydney probably likes to be in first. I think he literally just has, like, whatever gym he works out in is just surrounded by televisions with, like, crazy movie theater surround sound, and it's just the same clip playing over and over again. Sidney Crosby could learn something from Jonathan Drouin. Sidney Crosby could learn something from Jonathan Drouin. Sidney Crosby could learn something from Jonathan Drouin. It's just Jeremy Roenick in his life uh, the whole time. I think it should just be... Crosby's gym should just have all kinds of clips that would just make him mad. Mike Milbury saying stuff about him. Ovechkin scores! Ovechkin scores! Ovechkin scores! <laughs> or I think it was Elliot Friedman that asked. I don't think if he, I don't know if he asked, I don't know how he asked the question because you know how Elliot asks questions. He's such a um, an eloquent man. And he's able to ask these questions where you're like, whoa, you are walking a tightrope, sir. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but he does it so beautifully. He does the whoa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> like with, I mean, you got to look at uh, Elliot's interview with Lou Lamorello last season just to, just to, you know, get a sense of that because Lou's a tough interview. But I believe it was Elliot or it was David Amber asked Sidney Crosby about Connor McDavid. And Sidney is very gracious in person, right? He smiled. He said, yeah, you know, he's a great player. This is really exciting. It's really exciting that we have so many great young players. But Sidney Crosby's got to be thinking in the back of his mind, hey, hey, you're still talking to Sidney Crosby here. Okay. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to take the first five games off. I got this little headache thing. And then I'm going to come in and destroy things. Adam, it was six games off. Oh, six games. My bad. How dare you? How dare I? And how dare I not take the concussion seriously? Am I right? How dare you? Right? I want to. I want to bring up something about the Pittsburgh Penguins that I found absolutely fascinating. I messaged. I messaged Steve and Jesse with this stat, but I think it's amazing. And, and if you watched, uh, if you watched any Sportsnet recently, you've seen this. This is the benefit of doing a show with me, Adam. I already forgot, <laughs> so it'll be fresh. It'll be a surprise again. <laughs> the NHL point leaders for December are as follows. Oh yes. Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and lay it on me, Justin Schultz. <laughs> That's so silly. All of the Pittsburgh Penguins, totally silly. Now, I no, 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 no. We're used to there being several Penguins. If you told me Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, I wouldn't have batted an eye. But Chris right. Letang's hurt, so now it's Justin Schultz's turn to destroy the world and which, make everyone pay. Which brings me to this. Dear Edmonton Oilers and oh, fans. Dear. Oh dear. Did you know that both of your recent scapegoats are doing quite well? Oh yes. This is a little love letter from them because I, I would like to, you know, a don't little look, love letter. Yeah, don't look now, but Minnesota has won eleven straight games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard about Columbus. Minnesota has won eleven games in a row. And now, who's now the, 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 the okay, go ahead, Steve. Who is the starting goaltender? 
for the Edmonton or uh, for the uh, for the Minnesota North Stars. Darcy Kemper, <laughs> not Darcy Kemper. Oh, it's another guy. It will um, be Oilers scrap heap revival uh, project. I think. Devin Dubnik. That's right. Devin Dubnik. Dubnik. Just to bug our Oilers fans <laughs> more. I want to give you Devin Dubnik, even though it's Dubnik. I want to give you his, uh, what do give you his line? Is it Dubnik or Dubnik? <coughs> it's Dubnik. Right. I've only been yelled, had that yelled at my face a thousand times. 30-year-old Devin Dubnik. Dubnik. From Regina, Saskatchewan. In this, this particular season has played 27 games. He has 18 wins in 27 games. Six losses. Three overtime losses. So he's six. He's 18 and nine, basically. Jesus. His goals against average. And I know that's not your favorite stat. It might, It's one of my least. Yeah. 1.58. Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And I know it's not our favorite stat here, but that's pretty freaking good. Well, okay. <laughs> like, it's not a great stat because it's not a great, it's not necessarily a great indicator of Devin Dubnik's skill. Or how he is as a it's goalie. A, it's more of a team stat. Yeah. Yeah, but the Minnesota Wild are not allowing goals. <laughs> Holy. So here's here's the good goaltending stat that you'll like. Yes. What? Take a wild stab in the dark. You know, a good goalie in I the saw NHL. It this morning. Jesse, wild stab in the dark. Is save percentage? Yeah. I already know it. Ah. <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> Apparently, we are prepared. Yeah. A point nine four seven. Yeah. Oh wow! I was going to say nine four one. Nine four seven, according to NHL.com. <laughs> and um, our boy Anderson's on the front page now. Well, hang on. Oh, no, no, hold off. Hold off on that. There's more. There's more to say. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's wait, more there's to say. More. But but wait, there's more. The sham wow of Dubnik stats. Speaking of you know Oilers uh, scrap heap revival projects, mm. uh, Justin Schultz, twenty six years old. I don't. Is he? A, he's a right shot D. Mm-hmm. Get out. I, I can't believe he's only twenty six. He's six two. Right shot D, 26 years old, 193 pounds. He seems like the kind of defenseman that every NHL team wants. Literally every last one of them. He seems like the kind of NHL defenseman that from his rookie year, he was supposed to be. And it's funny because if you look at his... before that. Yeah. The Ducks wanted to keep him ahead of Gardner. Wow. So here we go. Ready? In 37 games... Justin Schultz has seven goals, 16 assists for 23 points, which is incredible. Only one of those goals, by the way, and seven of those points have come on the power play. Wow. So the, of the 23 points, uh, or of the seven goals, six are, six are uh, just even strength. Right. I'd love to know how uh, much of a Crosby factor there is there. Well, I think there definitely is. However, there has to be. I mean, it's the Penguins. It's almost unfair to point however, it out. However, let's let's not let's not uh, let's not ignore the fact that there's a Connor McDavid factor. Connor Mc. Oh, right. Yes, I see what you're saying. Because if one compares, well, how many <laughs> games did Schultz play with McDavid? It couldn't have been more than a handful. Well, that's true too. Yeah. That's true. But too. Schultz is the defense, right? So. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you're feeding still. the puck up yeah. the ice. I mean, okay. yeah, that's strange. McDavid doesn't really need that because he's so fast, he just rushes it from blue line he to blue line. You're right. No, no, and, and, and you're right. So I thought, who better to look at on the Edmonton Oilers defense than Adam Larson? Oh, dear. Who is a right shot defenseman. Oh, 6'3", oh, 205 pounds. Oh, heavens. 24 years old. So he's younger. Adam, He's bigger. And oh he uh, and he's on. He's got the Connor McDavid factor in his. If you if you got Sidney Crosby factor, you need the Connor McDavid factor, or at very least the Nuge factor. He has in thirty six games 
So one less game than Justin. So this isn't a fair comparison. Whoa. Two goals and four assists. Hi. Does Justin Schultz not seem like the kind of defenseman you'd trade Taylor Hall for? <laughs> Man, there aren't many defensemen I would trade Taylor Hall for. You know, what do, what do we what do we always talk about on the show? What do we talk about? Patrice O'Neill, rest in peace. Competent bums. You got to get those cheap, cheap players if you're going to contend for the cup these days because the the method is clearly, or at least the trend has been, sign five guys or so to goofy money and be smart with the rest. Yeah. Be smart with the rest. It's funny. You'd think that the, the salary cap would have been good for the players right you, you in a certain way because it would have evened out the salaries well we can't we can't give too much to one player because we've got to give money to the other but when in actual fact it's widening the gap between have and have not i don't know about that it's no i don't know about that but on good teams it is it is on bad teams i think you see it a little bit more even so here's um, no hold on hold on i'm not done oh no, okay i'm not done give well, me the point i was gonna make oh go ahead go ahead was we talked about connor sheary talked about brian rust you know how much Justin Schultz makes? <laughs> how much does Justin Schultz make? 1.4. Hey, do we know how much Adam Larson makes? How much? I don't know. I was going to ask. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not usually uh, Jesse with all this. I happen to have my computer today. Adam Larson. Which is probably a bad sign, by the way. 4.166. You know what? That's not a terrible contract. It's not. Though. And he's not a terrible defenseman. And I'm not expecting Adam or uh, yeah, Adam Larson to... Uh, to to light up the league. But what I am saying is Edmonton. Edmonton. You know when someone breaks up with you and goes, it's not you, it's me? It's definitely you. <laughs> and I just want you to imagine how good Connor McDavid was, would be if he wasn't playing at Edmonton. Now, <laughs> that's... Are you going to bring up my... Uh... Well, go ahead. <laughs> would Cam Talbot be the undeniable Vesna winner on, on every other team? Possible. Possible. He looks good on the Oilers. Oh, that poor team, man. Now, let's, that poor fan base. Before we get too smug here in Toronto. Yeah, they're in the thick of it. Before we get too smug, I would like to bring up one Phil Kessel. <gasps> who, if you ask somebody who is a quote-unquote hockey expert who quote-unquote covers the team, he was a coach Doug killer. Sifu. He was a coach killer. He never passed the puck. He never went into the corners, never made any plays, and definitely never back-checked. Never took a slap shot. No, nope. that's, that's one from me. Uh, <laughs> garbage in the shootout. There's another one from me. Phil Kessel currently is sixth in NHL scoring. Mm-hmm. In 37 games, he has 11 goals and 25 assists. Remember goal scorer Phil Kessel? Doesn't do anything, Phil Kessel. Loafing, waiting at the blue line, Phil Kessel. 25 assists. Again. 25. I, I am wrong often. <laughs> often. Blue Jackets. <laughs> often. My Phil Kessel video when he was traded, just nothing but hits. <laughs> nothing but hits, man. I'm talking about him being an underrated playmaker. Here he is. So Talking about him being great in the playoffs. People talk about him. He should have won the con Smythe. Oh, just nothing but hits. Phil Kessel. I just want to say this. To you in Edmonton, it was you. I mean, it was us oh. in Toronto, too. But it was more you. See, I will, I will all change all the Oilers fans would hate me a little bit. No, no, I'm going to change that a little bit for the Oilers fans, okay? Here's, here's how I bring it Maybe it was Craig McTavish and Kevin Lowe, but whatever. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's Oilers, not you. It's not you. It's not the fans. It's not the players. It's them. You know what I mean? It's management. It's, it's the man. 
It's the man. It's the man. The management. Gotta hate the man. Man. Oh. Remember the uh, the Stewie? It's like, oh, this is. It's, it reminds me of the time I played at Woodstock. Establishment, establishment. You always know what's best. And he's like, he's like playing an acoustic guitar. I, m- I might not have seen that. Oh, episode it's so great. So great. They all blend together because there's no plot. But yeah. <laughs> and it's funny sometimes. Exactly. Um, there's a light plot. <laughs> there's a light plot. <laughs> yeah, it's like this show. There's a light plot. Imagine watching Rogue One and being like, oh, I enjoyed the light plot. Hey, <laughs> thoughts on Rogue One? Fantastic damn movie. Really good. Jesse's not clapping. Jesse, that means officially yeah. there is at least one good prequel in the Star Wars series. Because it is a prequel. It's perfect. Okay, so as someone who's not a huge, like a monster fan of the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. I saw all the original Star Wars once, and I liked them. I like them, okay, but I wasn't about to buy all the toys and go all. Okay, nuts you were wrong. And crazy. They were the coolest toys, but okay, fair enough. <laughs> Saw Phantom Menace that stunk. Didn't see episodes two or three as a result. Uh, haven't seen the new one yet. Whatever, The Force Awakens. Rogue One is such a good prequel. I understood everything. It set up everything. I know a lot of hardcore Star Wars fans were messaging me like, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more character That's continuity. That's hardcore Star Wars fans. There's nobody, nobody are harder to please than yeah. hardcore Star Wars fans. And they're even hard on the original movies that they fell in love with. They're just, they're obnoxious for the sake of it. Yeah, I, I can't, I don't want to give anything away. But the they don't rely on characters from the original uh, trilogy. At all. Because they didn't need to. Because it's a good story. And the action's wicked, too. The action is wicked. No, it's a good movie. Great great movie. I enjoyed it. Wow. Wow. Jesse will still not see it. I'm not even going to ask him. But it is pretty sweet. I'm not willing to devote 12 hours of my life to it's seeing all the Star Wars. two hours! Rogue One's no, two hours. I have to see all the Star Wars to get it. No, you no, don't. No, you, you don't. don't. No, this is I a great a thing. Rogue One, I think, is a good enough prequel that you could ignore the first, uh, well, the second three. How many yeah. movies are there? Now so, there are eight. Eight. Uh, eight plus a couple like spinoffs. One spinoff. Eight. There are eight movies. But you don't need to see them all. I don't need to see any of them. Skip episode one, Rogue two, one. and three. You could actually start with Rogue One Can and I then start go with there? Yeah. Start you could with start Rogue there. One. Start with Rogue One. That's what that's what uh Mrs. Dangle is doing. That's what Caprice we, is doing. We got home from Rogue One and she turned on a new hope and watched it start to finish. And today she's going to do Empire Strikes Back. Which is considered, uh, was I think it was Rolling Stone Entertainment Weekly called it the best movie ever made. Now, you have to watch it in terms Which, of... Uh, okay. You have to watch it's it good. In, Come on. You have to watch it in terms of 1980 when it was released, right? Like, Come you can't, on. It beats Scarface. Which, by the way, isn't the that great. No, Scarface... It's not that great. Godfather is not that great. Godfather 2. <laughs> I've never seen Godfather 2. Are incredible. Number one's a little long. It's a little. There's a lot of scenes in there not, that don't didn't need to make the it. The brave little toaster, <laughs> rock and doodle, veggie tales. I have a lot of very wrong opinions about movies. God, okay, listen. I'm not saying Scarface is not worth all the T-shirts and posters that are made about it. Okay, where do you keep your Gili poster? Oh my god. <laughs> Every jerk off on the street has a stupid Scarface shirt, and you're like, okay, the movie was good. The movie was really good, but it wasn't great. It was not a great cinematic masterpiece. I don't either. Godfather, Godfather is a great story. However, there are a lot of scenes in there that do not further the plot. Let's be honest, right? 
Can we be straight about that? Not like Rogue One. Not like Step Up Four. (laughs) Step Up to the streets, to the roof, to the back to the streets. That's my favorite movie. (laughs) Step Up Four. (laughs) Hey, back to hockey for just a second. Yeah, I was about to say. What what, what did you want to say about Edmonton quickly as we're as we're closing? Oh boy, we just wanted basically where this is a this is an uh, an attack on Edmonton. Uh, to enrage their fans, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm going to get some angry tweets. But the fact of the matter is, hey Edmonton, you guys are doing great. Yeah, just just, and we're just trying to bug you a little bit. Just in case you think I'm picking on you, this podcast is dedicated to the ghosts of Leafs past, <laughs> pretty much. So we pick on you for one show. All right, oh. just let us have our fun, Edmonton. By the way. 42 points in 36 games. They sit second in the Pacific so Division. So Edmonton right now. and Connor McDavid have the same amount of points. Whoa, whoa, in the same amount of games. And uh, they're three points back of San Jose for top in that division. Wow. So there you go. That's pretty good. Yeah, you think the Oilers feel bad about Justin Schultz's success? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. nope. I don't think they're even thinking about it. Actually, do you want to give an update of the standings? Because we, we don't, I don't know. I feel like we haven't really focused on the standings much this season. Uh, yeah, because it was, I mean, it's been, it's hard to focus on the standings early, but yeah. it's not that early anymore. So yeah. let's talk about it. Uh, just real quick. Pittsburgh is winning the Metro, which is incredible. Who's in the freaking the Metro. Metro? I don't know these divisions anymore. You know, no, like, but this is, this is what's, uh, so crazy about this division. Pittsburgh, 53 points in uh, 37 games. So they're leading Columbus, 52 points, just one point behind. Every time I hear Columbus, I hear Steve Harvey going Columbia. I have to apologize. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Columbus has played four fewer games than Pittsburgh, though, and they're only one point behind. Wow. So they're, I mean... Winning gets you points. It's crazy. Yeah, they're not technically in first, can but we, can they Can we just quickly first. mention something here? Everybody's sure. talking about reformed John Tortorella. Oh, he's he's a very nice man. He's reformed. He's, he's changed his ways. No, he hasn't. He's just winning. Yeah. You no, know, he hasn't. You know, if, if they were losing, John Tortorella would be John Tortorella. We we always praise Stan Bowman for his moves to get cheap players to make his teams better. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Chicago, we Speaking always praise Jim Rutherford. We need Rutherford. to talk about them later. Yeah, yeah, of course. We praise Jim Rutherford. We just did it again. Columbus completely revamped their fourth line, and it actually had a giant impact on the team. Uh, they've also had Vesna quality goaltending. Yes, they've had Vesna quality goaltending, but a few teams have, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're all really good teams. Montreal, Boy. Minnesota, of course, Columbus, uh, New Those York, are the best. I think. Yeah, I think uh, rumors of New York's demise have been greatly exaggerated. They're third in the Metro. So weird when you've got two really good goaltenders that your team would do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the two wild cards, also Metro teams, of course, the Capitals and the Flyers. The only team that looks like they might drop out is the Flyers, but I mean, probably not. And poor Carolina having a decent season, 37 points in 34 games, but they're in that damn division. They're not getting it. No. Unless they get real hot or the Flyers and someone drop off. The Atlantic now. Montreal on top, 47 points. (laughs) party division. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ottawa just four points behind. With 43. Wow. Now it gets interesting because people keep talking about uh, Ottawa dropping off. Haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it yet. So until it happens. I think it, I mean, I think at this point, it might be time to start considering that they're kind of for real. Mike Condon's pretty good. Well, right now, anyway. Uh, Here's an interesting one. The team that is third in the Atlantic right now is 3-5-2 in their last 10. It's the Boston Bruins. 40 points in 37 games. They're Behind doing better them, than I thought they would have. Oh, yeah. Behind them, nipping at their heels. 
Tampa Bay with 39 points in 36 games. So in one fewer game, Tampa only has one fewer point. One less point. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The Leafs right behind Tampa with 37 points. Two points back at Tampa, three points back at Boston in just 34 games. Two points less, or sorry, two games less than Tampa, three less than Boston. So tonight's game is pretty important. It's enormous. Now, is Boston only in that spot because of Tampa's injuries? Or is that Tampa's well, You know, they, they, <laughs> didn't, they didn't have a goalie for like a couple weeks. Tampa? Boston, so, yeah. oh, no, Boston. Boston. Yeah. Tampa, even with Bishop out, still has Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. Boston. In fact, I would I would argue that Vasilevsky is the better option now. I, you know, Maybe. honestly, what I saw, I know I saw a very injured team when I went and saw Tampa. And by the way, for Christmas, I got more tickets. I'm going to go see Tampa in Nashville next week. Whoa. Next week. Nice. Um, I, uh, in Nashville? No, no, in Tampa. Oh. I'm going back to Florida next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Adam um, has a wicked life. <laughs> um, no, the uh, what's frustrating is that is that you see a team that's very, very good, mm-hmm. even with the injuries, but they they have not put it together this season. They've been discombobulated. I think yeah. the Stamkos thing, as it would any team, really hurt them, but I think it shook their confidence as well. And I don't see the same... I didn't see the same confidence in Mike Smith as I did... Oh, sorry, Ben Bishop, yeah. as I did with um, Andre Vasilevsky. As soon as they put Vasilevsky in when I was there, they looked like a better team. I don't know. Tampa's, Tampa better pull it together because they are way better than their record shows. Let's let's chew through the East real quick. Florida, poor, poor Florida. In uh, the 14 or 15 games uh, since Gerard Gallant got fired, only four wins. But I think, th- I think the stat was in their last 14 games, they have points in 11 of them. I think it was. They just keep losing in overtime in the shootout, the poor yeah, bastards. They have like nine points in, in the 14 games. It's much? ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, like they're not doing that poorly. I mean... What I've heard people doing, though, what I've heard people doing is they take both types of losses and they combine them and they say that's their record. You can't do that anymore, guys. It's dishonest. You get you get half a point for a loss when it's an overtime of the shootout. That's how the standings work. Sorry. You can't say they're 4 and 11 or whatever it is or 4 and whatever. Islanders are above 500 in their last 10, so they're climbing up a tiny bit. Buffalo down near the bottom. Detroit way down near the bottom. Uh, don't worry, they'll make the playoffs. Don't worry. Oh yeah, for sure. Detroit. Oh, they'll find a way. And New Jersey, dead last in the East. I would not have called that. I wouldn't have either. I honestly, they were honestly, without Hall for like a month though. Yeah, I I have to say, <laughs> I I think New Jersey's better than what their record's showing too. Uh, well, and another thing though, like New Jersey's got thirty three points, and Tampa one point out of the playoffs has thirty nine. So they're but that. They're three wins away from being Tampa. Yeah, but that is a big gap. It, well, at this point in the season, though, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe not. I don't I, know. Here, I read a stat this morning that I thought was interesting. Besides Montreal and Ottawa, what is the Canadian team with the best winning percentage? Besides who? Montreal and Ottawa? Yeah. Edmonton. It's got to be Edmonton. Apparently, it's Toronto. Oh, what? I don't know how that's possible, but that's why I thought I'd bring it up. Because, <laughs> oh yeah, Myrtle had something today about the Leafs, if you just go on points percentage, are a playoff team. Gosh, I wish that's how it worked. <laughs> wish that's how it worked, James, but it's not. In the West, um, the Central Division, Chicago 1, Minnesota 2, St. Louis 3. Uh, Chicago and Minnesota really separating themselves from the pack. 49 and 48 points to St. Louis is 43. In the Pacific, San Jose, Edmonton, Anaheim. The wild card! Remember when the Flames sucked? Remember? I don't think I do. 
Well, they are in no, the top do. wild card spot. Right Good now. for them with forty points. L.A. in the last one with thirty-eight. Uh, Dallas, who I could have swore sucked like two seconds ago, is only one point back of that final wild card spot. Winnipeg in there, Nashville in there, Vancouver dropping off a bit, and then Arizona and Colorado are absolutely hopeless. There are really two teams that are completely out of it right now. That's it. In the I'd West, say that, I'd say that's in the league. Are those the only two? I would say they're well, the about, only two teams to have not reached. What 30 about points. Buffalo and Detroit? Yeah, Detroit's like no, little... Buffalo and Detroit are not making the playoffs. Oh, but they're six points back. Fun fact. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Last time Detroit drafted in the top ten. Ooh, uh, good question. Nicholas I'm Lindstrom. Go, was it Iserman? <laughs> no, no, Yzerman was a while ago. Yes, yes. No, he was a very long time ago. Uh, that was like '86. I think they drafted in the top ten. Last I thought Lindstrom time. was like 1990. He was a very long time ago, yeah. Uh, 89 or 90. Uh, Maybe 91. God, they weren't, because they were, they were in, like, they were the Dead Wings in the 80s, and mm-hmm. then they, in the early 90s, started to really pick it up, and through the mid-90s, you know, Push get, got eliminated, Push got eliminated, Push got eliminated, then won their couple cups. I, I, I would imagine it was 91, 92? Man, I don't know. Do you have the answer? 1991. Wow. Martin Point. Martin. <laughs> Mar- no, Martin. 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 Yeah. Martin Lapointe. <laughs> Martin Geyer. Um, he's a. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 1991's last time Detroit Red Wings draft in the top 10. That's pretty. It's probably going to change wow. this year. That's a great compliment to the organization. Yeah. Now, that they were able to sustain for that long. Good mm-hmm. for them. Out of what I said, what's the biggest surprise? What's the biggest surprise so far? The biggest surprise in the. Well, I mean, I think Calgary's resurgent. Do you mean West or the NHL? Anywhere, parody. Yeah. Columbus parody. I think I think the fact that there are that many teams that are still within striking distance because if you look at Columbus, look at Columbus ten games ago, mm-hmm. right? Look. They're not in the position they're in now. I'm not saying there's going to be many other teams that go on ten game winning streaks. Although we have had two teams this year, which I think is rare. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you look at if you look at you know ten games from now, that could look completely different. And I think that's what's so cool about it. It's also manufactured parody, which I don't like at all. Because it's the shootout in the OT loss point sets up parity. It's unfair to these teams who are actually winning these games. It's usually win streaks don't last. Mm-hmm. Losing streaks are the same. New Jersey, for being last in the East, we talked about how they're really not quite out of it, though. In their last 10, 1 8 and 1. Terrible. But they're not going to stay that way. No. Forever. I, there is not a single dead team in the East. That's cool. Yeah, it's because the East is like, woo! Is it cool? I feel like- <laughs> or is it, because you remember like the great teams. You don't want every year to be have a different champion, right? But that's not taking away from the fact that Pittsburgh is still great. You know, and it's funny. I do see a trend in the shootout for the teams that aren't in the playoffs right now. Tampa's 2-2. Two and two. Leafs are 1-5. <sighs> Carolina 2-4. and four. Florida 3-5. and five. Islanders 1-2. Buffalo 1-5. New Jersey, I'm skipping a team, is two and two. How bad is Detroit that they are second last in the East, one point out of last in the East, and they are five and oh in the shootout? shootout. <laughs> They're bad. They're pretty bad. Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> I think they might be in trouble. I think they'll trade the last 25 years for this season. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's yeah. like yeah. take they your were lumps. Due. Yeah. They were due. <laughs> they were due. <laughs> I've had some. Red Wings fans getting my mentions like, oh man, now I know how you feel. I'm like, how dare you speak no, to me? No, you don't. How dare you speak to me? Unless I you block you for Unless that. you were a 20-year-old in the 80s and saw that 
train wreck of the Detroit team. Yeah, but like, you don't know. No, you, but you got therapy called a dynasty forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you should feel better. A dynasty that was followed up by a second dynasty. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the, the biggest surprises to me, I think Jesse nailed it with Columbus. I think you nailed it with Calgary. Um, and beyond that... Minnesota's got to be a surprise, too. It's a surprise that they're that good. Yeah, I mean, we expected them to be a playoff team. Yeah, I guess... But not not as high up as they are. I mean, we expected a fringe, you know, 6, 7, 8... That's what but, I mean by but fringe. But I don't think... Yeah, they were expected to be fringe, but not bad. We expected Columbus to be bad. And they're one of the best, if not the best. I don't get it. I don't get it. Recency bias, though. I'm trying to teach myself. Because there was a time where I couldn't picture the Habs losing this season. I actually couldn't picture Are you it. saying you could picture the Habs losing? Well, now I've seen it. We'll get to that. Oh. And the Steve Dangle Podcast returns next. Hey, you want to start uh, the second segment reading some standings again? Sure. Um, Do we? Cricket standings. Yeah. What place in... Um, do the men's Canadian soccer team hold? I think it's 156th in the world. Definitely. No, no, I think it's. I think no. they're in the top 75. Here, no, here. no, we're not. Oh, we're not. Oh, no, boy. Oh, Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesse's gonna look that up. What, what standing did you want to talk? I remember about years standing? ago they were tied for 99th with Belize. Um, the Marlies have that played. That was back when I Belized in them. Oh. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. Adam, how could you? It's still Christmas time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Current men's world soccer rankings. Federation rankings. Blah. What do you what think? What is it? Um, I'm going to say 90th. 69th. 117. Oh. And our women's soccer team is like in the top five. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. They're yeah. unreal. Or three years. Christine Sinclair. Um, the Marlies have played 29 games in the American Hockey League. What do you think their record is? Oh, I don't think it's that good. Oh, it's worse than not that good. Uh, so I would say they're about 500. They are one game below Whoa. 500. That is and, interesting. And I remember, so I haven't been watching all their games, but I've been keeping tabs every single game. And I remember being like, I haven't heard of many wins recently. And then Mark UK Leaf, who is a great Twitter follow from the UK, follows the Marlies. He was like, oh, the Marlies uh, just fell below 500. And I go, what? <laughs> Begging your pardon, sir? Uh, they are 13, 14, 1, and 1. So wow. 13, 14, and 2. I don't know why the AHL displays <laughs> it like that. Uh, <laughs> we do talk about the Marlies every single show. Much to the dismay of uh, fans of teams other than the Leafs. I'm sorry, you're listening to a Leaf-centric podcast. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't yeah. feel bad. <laughs> uh, that is super concerning. Well, okay, now hold up. Is it concerning? Yeah. No, no. Is it? Is it, no. Think about it really, honestly. Here. Okay. No, 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 no. I was <laughs> bringing something up for later. I'm for just a second. I'm just close to Not fully. For not fully. Not I don't want to be disrespectful. I need I'm, eyes on me for a second. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Go here, I'll throw it too. I'll throw it. No, that's the LFR computer. We can't have that. Yeah, that's true. L- yeah. Steve, we don't have this year. Like last year, they loaded the Marlies. They loaded the team with studs. And I think that a lot of questionable goaltending was made up for by the fact that they could outscore you. But the Marlies always had last year an issue that the Leafs have this year, which is locking it down. I mean, what, what was the, their game? They were down like eight to one, yeah, and then they came back and won in overtime. A ten goal game that was close. Yeah, yeah. no, they they 
were losing eight to four after two, and they won it nine eight in overtime. Garrett Sparks came in relief of uh, Antoine Bebo and faced three shots <laughs> for the for in the third period in overtime and got the win. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. so. This is a problem that the that that Marley's team has had, and it's carried over. And now they don't have the goal scoring to keep up with it. And I think that's the problem. I also think that they, you know what? Quite honestly, I don't think Sparks, who is uh, who I believe is still suspended. And, uh, I don't think so. Oh, they didn't. No, he's not. They never they never made the announcement. They unsuspended him and Antoine Bebo. I don't think they're that consistent. Well, let me give you this. Uh, here are their goalies by save percentage. There are two goalies tied for the best save percentage with 917. Jeff Glass, who I think they had on a, either an ATO or a PTO, but he only played two games. Garrett Sparks, 917, encouraging seven games. That's all. Bebo, 908 in 16 games. Enroth, 889, but in just one game. And Kerry Ramo, by the way, remember that little chestnut? 0 and 3. With an 880 save percentage. They've had a real hard time stopping the puck. Uh, and the, the very fact that all those guys have played goal for the Marlies last year, when I think maybe three total did last year, just goes to show that they're not getting the consistent goaltending that they need. I'm not, I, don't think, I don't think it's a reflection on any individual prospect in that team. I think that that is a very flawed team. No, I mean, well, they lost Sosh. They did battle some injuries. They've lost Phrase now. They've lost Gauthier. And then you got a, a bunch of young defensemen. Yeah. You, you don't have Nylander anymore. It's a scoring. very young defense core. Yeah, no Nylander. Travis, Travis Dermott has taken his... He's, he's, it's taken him some time to adjust. And he's got injured, too, so that, interrupt the adjust, that interrupted the adjustment. Leipzig has slowed down a little bit. Kapanen has slowed down a little bit. Um, I think they'll be okay, but yeah, just for every show where I'm like, they're great! Not right now. The prospects are great. The team might not be, and that's, that's. I think that's fair. Yeah, and I think it's that's better the, than. I think it's a better situation than like 2012, when the Marlies went all the way to the Calder Cup final, um, with a team that was like, like a fair chunk of the team was t- like 24, 25 and up. And ben Scrivens was their goalie, you know, like in his mid 20s. Like, I mean, it's good, it's great, and everything. But like Mike Zigomanis is like one of your leading scorers and all that. Yeah, that's not. It's not exactly what you want and. On your developmental team. Mm-hmm. A little concerning, though. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. We'll see if they figure it out. I want to talk about the Leafs win in Florida last night in Sunrise. Yeah. So, Mitch Marner. I believe he had eight shots. Nine. Nine shots. Wow. Nine shots. Mitch, the Mitchgician Marner. Thirteenth forward, Mitch Marner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ridiculous, right? So, he, he wins it in the shootout. Mm-hmm. And beyond the fact that he was all over the place all game in a good way. If the Leafs release Mitch Marner to the World Juniors, do the rest of the teams just drop their sticks and surrender? Yeah. It's over. <laughs> all right. It's we over. had a good run. Yeah, it's over. We're going he, back to Denmark. He has been... Going into this season, name the prospects in order that you would have been excited about on the Leafs. Well, that's why I did my pyramid, the prospect pyramid. Matthews, number one, easily. Uh, and then I had Marner and Nylander about even. And then, I mean, there's a whole another tier below those guys. Those are the big three. I call them the big three. Mm-hmm. But then you had Connor Brown. and Sure, Connor Brown. But, like, I didn't put him up with Marner. I would have gone, and I would have said this. I like Hyman, but I, I didn't put him up there with Marner. Austin Matthews. Yep. William Nylander. Yep. Mitch Marner. 
I probably would have give, given Nylander the edge over Marner, yeah. And that's probably a recency bias. It's probably because he's played men's league for two years. Yeah, there's one and, guy you know can play at the pro level, and there's and one, another guy you're not sure yet. I have been blown away with Mitch Marner's play this year. So good. Absolutely blown away. Like, Austin Matthews, because he was so hyped... It was almost like, well, yeah, I hope he's good. <laughs> like, yeah, see, I didn't think I didn't think I he was still this good. didn't think he'd be this good. No, no I actually think I was waiting for the papers in Toronto to turn on him immediately and go, "Wow, boy, did we screw up?" Uh, you know, like I was waiting for that storyline to come out. What did we say before the season? Because I think we had the conversation: how many points do we think uh, Matthews is going to get? I'd love to know. What I our probably said around forty. I think I was probably forty or fifty. He's already mm-hmm. well over halfway there. I have a question. 26, 27, 28 points, I think. 28 points. 28. With um, 20, 20 hindsight, would you trade Marner for Wierenski straight up? No. No. Even though that's exactly what you need. Well, okay, hindsight, 20, 20. But we had this conversation before, too. Like, I think if you knew you were going to get Matthews first overall. Yeah. You consider it. You, you consider it. You know what I would have done? I would have drafted Travis Konechny when I had the chance. But you got Dermot, Bracco, and Jerkhaus. And Mottenen, who never gets mentioned, but whatever. Okay, fair. Fair. It's, I mean, it's a hard... Uh, we'll have to see with Dermot and Bracco. We'll, I, I we'll, think they're great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they're going to be both great players. I just think you have... connect. Imagine connect me with Matthews, Nylander, Marner. Because yeah, you could have had that. You could have had that. Yeah, hindsight yeah. twenty twenty, you get connect me and Warensky in the same first round. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't, but I, you don't know that. I wouldn't trade Mitch Marner. Here's why. Here's why I love the We're, Mitch Marner story. How Toronto are we? Right? I know. Now? <laughs> I know. It's obnoxious. <laughs> but can we talk? I, the reason I like the Mitch Marner thing is that he's from here, and yeah. I know that's very Don Cherry of me. But I do like the fact. I love the idea because I grew up wanting this. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of a local kid playing on this team and doing well. And I just, just do. Him. It's not just. Him. I'm not sure who Connor Brown cheered for. Zach Hyman was a Leafs fan through and through i love that and yeah it's we've heard there's just been too many sad stories frank carotta was still on the leafs so okay we'll give him that benefit but like peter holland's gone and like that guy loved the leafs loved the leafs a lot it's so nice that there is not just a a good contributor a star a future star of this team mitch marner star of this league star of this league when okay when the leafs hopefully eventually do the damn thing. If Mitch Marner gets the winner, isn't that better? Isn't that a little bit better for no logical reason whatsoever? It's just better. It just feels better. You guys are forgetting about Kadri. The original. Who grew up as a Habs fan, though. Did he? He did. Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he did. Subban, too. Yeah, yeah, he grew up a Habs fan, too. What a shame. Yeah. The Adams people. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. Why people. are you in on this conversation, people? What are you doing? <laughs> By the way, the anti-French comments on my Instagram account are starting to worry people. Okay, but they're hilarious. <laughs> well, they're they're borderline xenophobic. Okay, so yeah. we got to chill a little bit. People don't understand. Adam is important. That's <laughs> not hey, important. People monitor his social accounts, and I'm they're be- like, "What is this about your friends, PP? Like, what is what is We're this about French fashion comments? Who is Dowdy? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah, who's Dowdy and why? Well, he didn't what? deserve to win what? Yeah, who's Dowdy and what's Norris? Uh, well, you see, I have a podcast where yeah, and it's they're certainly to... not going to listen to a podcast to fact check, so they just go, oh no, because you start <laughs> you start the sentence with, well, I have a podcast, and they tune you out. Mm. So mm. yes, yes, yeah, they just ignore you and go record a Lay's commercial. Yes, yes. yes. exactly. Yeah. Um, Last night, also, Nylander scored for the second game in a row and was a great shot. And then Kadri's goal, the goal that I guess was JVR had. It was JVR's goal that Kadri goaltender interference. Kadri was playing hockey and the goal was called back. I am trying to figure out where that game ranks among the worst officiated games. Do you think Panthers fans would agree? Maybe. Maybe. See, because like, like I is it a look, Toronto bias I can thing? Look, I can look at the Leafs getting a penalty. Sorry, I can look at the Leafs getting a power play. And if it's garbage, I say it's garbage. Yeah. I'll tweet it. I'll be like, LOL. You know, I won't be mad about it. I won't be outraged about it because, I mean, it did benefit my team. But I will acknowledge that it's a crap call. The the goaltender, it wasn't goaltender interference. Kadri touched him. But, okay, what I said in the video today, what is goaltender interference? I think it's when you interfere with the goaltender. Yes. You prevent... Now, is, is it intentional? Is interference classified as intentional? I'm not sure it matters. Like, okay, if Shouldn't you get shoved it? into the goalie, it matters. Well, then, then intention matters. Intention does matter, but I'm not talking about Kadri here. I'm not talking about Kadri on this play. Because I think there's enough benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. um, where you could say he did or didn't mean to. It's, did Luongo have a chance to make the save? I think the answer is yes, and he dove out of the way of the thing. Jesse, do you, do you have that video up? I can pull it up. We could, he was going the opposite direction of where JVR shot the puck, which, I, dare I say, might be why JVR shot it there. Luongo, if Kadri never existed, would not have stopped that puck. Wouldn't have stopped it. I think that should count. I think that should count. It doesn't matter what Kadri did. Goaltender interference is when you interfere with the goalie. So if Luongo literally skates out of his net and dives, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but someone clips him on the way out of the net, let's say he temporarily lost his mind and started skating to the bench, but Mm -hmm. someone clipped him and someone takes a shot on the goal uh, from in the blue paint. Is that goaltender interference? What is that? What is that? Hey, you interfere with the goaltender. Yeah, but it had no effect on the shot. See, yeah, I, but you interfere with the goaltender. I think intention has to matter. I think intention does matter. And I think you have to, if... I, I think Kadri matters. This yeah. Is the, this is now the second time Kadri has barely touched a goalie and it got called back. And so, his penalty differential this year, I think I saw, was minus seven. He's usually among the lead le- league leaders in that category. The, the refs, the officials around this league have it out for Nazem Kadri. Call it what it is. Okay, now is that... They have it out for him. Because he has a history. Fine. No, no, yeah, but it's one thing to not give him the benefit of the doubt. It's another to... It's unfair. Mm -hmm. It's completely unfair what they're doing to him. You can do whatever you want to this guy. You talk about the one game where he was bumping McDavid around. You can do whatever you want to Kadri, and he can't do a damn thing. Well, okay... If you know a player is a is a diver and an excellent excellent penalty drawer as Kadri is, and I don't I, That's I, I fair. don't I don't mean to use so nope. what are you supposed to do? Embellisher, just embellisher. Just Call it what it is. 
What are you as an official supposed to do? I'm not sure. You will but- have a bias against that, and you will have video meetings about that. I mean, these guys, I feel bad for the officials mm-hmm. because literally it is a t- it is such a tough I, w- I want to be in those meetings when uh, they discussed William Nylander being a diver because apparently he is too. That to me was the worst call of the game. It that was, was a cop out. It was awful. That was shocking. Yeah. That was. There were three genuinely bad ones. The goal getting called back. The interference call on JVR was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Horrifying call. And the dive on Nylander. I I don't know what to like. I I, I was contemplating tweeting match fixing during the third period. That's how bad it got. The ref was in front of him. In front of him, getting mugged by a guy half a foot taller than him. He didn't didn't trip. Didn't do the shoulder shimmy that Kadri does. He got thrown to the ice. I don't I don't I really don't know what he could have done. Jesse, what's this? So this is the Kadri play. This is the Kadri play. Now we'll post this online. Well, he was going the opposite direction. Like, do refs... Yeah, do refs ask themselves why the player shot it there? You gotta. Why did the well, player maybe shoot that's, it there? Maybe that's the, the meeting they're having was, today. Maybe. Well, and that ref, that official there, who made that call at center ice, uh, if I remember correctly, that was his 48th NHL game. Okay. We know that because of scoutingtherefs.com. And I don't want to say him by name because people are like, oh, don't start a witch hunt or whatever. I'm not starting a witch hunt. I'm merely pointing out, look, you can point out the Leafs' young mistakes. This guy hasn't been in the league that long and, and called a terrible game. Okay. Called a terrible so, damn game. And, and I would imagine, not his first for the Leafs. I would imagine. If, yeah. and, and it is quite, listen, the, especially the Cadre goal, quite obvious that he got it wrong. Mm-hmm. But the fact they that they reviewed it, that but, that was what I was going to get to. They reviewed it. So that if I'm a general manager, I want to take to the next GM meetings what exactly goaltender interference means. Because I don't mm-hmm. think I can't put that on that ref because they've been very they've been very wishy washy about it. There have been goals that have gone on in Freddie Anderson. I'm like, wait a second. So if, if you touch Anderson at all, is it a goal? How do you like, figure this out? Do you make it one person? So that it's consistent? I think it's the interpretation of the rule. I think just because he touched him, they didn't have a choice but to call it. It wasn't that he interfered with the goalie intentionally or not. It was just that's how you mm-hmm. got to interpret the rule. I know. Longo didn't have like a chance to make a save. I agree because he put himself in a See, bad I, position. I think the NHL with its rules needs to be a little bit more clear. And I mm-hmm. think they put their refs in a rough situation because that was very clearly a goal. Yeah. And then, they, then they bring it back to Toronto, which is where they review everything. And it is... And then it's reviewed, and they're like, yeah, well, sorry. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I get uh, – hockey is a physical game. There are bumping things that happen. When you look at something like that, to me, it just looked like you bumped them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you take that out, what's the point? Even st- – I still say the Nylander one's the worst because the Kadri one, we're having a discussion about it, and we go, maybe. Mm-hmm. The JVR one, okay, bumped into him, so maybe. The dive was abysmal. Yeah. And it was right in front of the guy. Right in front of him. What did you think of the um, the breakaway? The shootout? Or not the shootout. Oh, Connor the, Carrick, the Seth Griffith, Connor Carrick one? Is it the no, no, no. You're thinking it? of um, Malgin. The penalty Malgin, Malgin got Malgin, the penalty yeah, shot. <laughs> but it wasn't that he got the penalty shot. Wait, 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 what are you talking about here? So in last night's game, uh, Malgin, I forget his first name. I keep wanting to say right. Kenny. Right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. He got a penalty shot, but it was right after, I think it was JVR had a breakaway? Or no, Marner. Yeah, it was the Marner breakaway. Or was it JVR? No, it was it was JVR and Colton Sevier dove, mm-hmm. 
And so he slashed at JVR, causing him to let go of his stick. People were saying he threw it. I don't think he intentionally threw it. No. But if this, if your stick comes out of your possession, like at what point do you just call it throwing the thing? Yeah. Which would make it a penalty shot. And he didn't get one. And then it was like less than five minutes round. later. Yeah. Leafs got one. And luckily it didn't win the Panthers the game. It was just a mess. It was a mess of a game. Mess of a game. It made me like not even enjoy the thing. I was like mad after they lost. They had to, or sorry, after they won. They had to win just to break even. <laughs> He's used to saying yeah. after they lost. I know. <laughs> uh, they had to win like to break even for me emotionally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it was trash. Well, and and, trash. and during a game, it's not like you're normally an emotional guy. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it's gotten worse. Really, it's not getting better as I get older. It's getting worse because there's uh... hope now. <laughs> there's hope now. Everything I'm screaming all the time. Tonight's uh, game in Tampa should be very, very interesting. Yes. Tampa has Kucherov back. Uh, the Twins, or sorry, the Triplets looked great last night. However, they've got a few injuries, um, and they did just beat Montreal. They did a comeback victory too. I think it was three one. And, and uh, Montreal can be beaten. Yes. Tell me about Carey Price in the last ten games. Oh, where's that little? Where's that tweet that I got? So what was it? What was the Leafs' biggest storyline? Freddie Anderson in the first... I know where you're going with this. Freddie Anderson in October. Oh, boy. He's just he's not playing great. Not a good goalie. I can't believe they signed him to five years. Man, wow, he's, his weaknesses are really exposed now that he doesn't have the Anaheim defense in front of him. Absolutely. By the way, how good would Anaheim be if Freddie Anderson was still an Anaheim duck? Can people hear that? Yeah, I think so. I think they'd be pretty good. I think they'd be pretty... I think they'd be Stanley Cup contenders. Oh, my gosh. Oh my God! <laughs> Carlisle returns to Anaheim, gets a second cup. Oh, can you imagine? Oh God! <laughs> it's a, a good thing Anaheim had just about the worst off season in the NHL this year. It's a really good thing. I'm trying to remember what they did. Bruce Boudreau. Oh, just that alone. Oh, just that alone. Yeah, let's eh? fire the head coach and not have a backup plan. Oh boy! The, one of the winniest, winniest they, they regular Minnesota. season head coaches. They beat Minnesota in the conference final. Um, <laughs> so this this comes from Oak underscore Leafs. Glad Freddie came around after going 5-2-3 with a 9-0-2 save percentage in his first 10 games. So did you hear that? Yeah. Freddie's first 10 games, 9-0-2 save percentage. Which is only a bit better than Price's 5-3-2, 8-9-8 save percentage in his last 10 games. So, so, so recently, Anderson's first 10 games where everyone was calling him a bust and a bum were better than Carey Price's last 10. Ten. Tell me about Freddie Anderson recently. Uh, I don't have the exact stats in front of me, but I can tell you he's a nine-two-five goalie now. He's a top ten goalie in save percentage. Now. Which is what did we say? We need a goalie who is fifteenth or better. Uh, well, I would have been happy with fifteenth. That's bang league average. Woo! Good. Let's go league 15th average. Or better. Here we go. Oh yeah, I love it. I, I think Freddie Anderson is way better than anyone anticipated. I didn't expect him to be this good. And I didn't, I didn't No, that was quite clear. <laughs> you made that very clear this summer. <laughs> I, shut up. I, no, look, if you take out the first, forget the first 10, you take out the first five games, which by the way, includes a game where he allowed seven goals. I don't remember if it was LA Tampa, or Tampa. I was there. Oh, I think it was Tampa. <laughs> oh yeah. They left him in for the whole thing. If you take out those first five games. He's in the Vesna conversation. Mm-hmm. No question. He's in there with Dubnik. He's in there with Price. He's in there with Bobrovsky. And the Leafs are in the playoffs if you take out the first five games. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, not just... J- Comfortable. Just 
Yeah, they're comfortably in a playoff spot. They're not just leapfrogging Boston. And then the Chicago game and the Jets game and all these games, the New Jersey game. Ah, the Chicago game. And by the way, now that the Leafs have strung together a few wins and we keep bringing up those three games, how many points out of the playoffs are the Leafs? Uno, dos, tres. Drives me up a wall. With that, we're going to leave you on the on-air portion of the Steve Dangle podcast on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. I'm going to do this in a golf way. We're going to uh, leave you. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the Blackhawks and how they plan on paying Artemi Pernarin. I mean, I know they signed him, but how the heck are they going to keep him under that cap? I don't know. Plus, we'll be giving away tickets to the Montreal Jazz Festival. (laughs) Steve's handicap is uh, minus four today. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by Panago Pizza. It's, It's on the inside that counts. And let's talk about this. Download us on iTunes or sportsnet.ca or any place that good podcasts are found. I, I, could, I couldn't... I don't know why I decided to do that. I couldn't remember the full SNL thing. And doggone it, people like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking when you did that voice. So let's talk about the Chicago Blackhawks. Artemi Panarin. Bread two man. Two-year, $12 million <laughs> extension, which kicks in next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Cap Friendly, Chicago has $66.6 million in cap space committed to 15 players for next season what is the salary cap gentlemen right now mm-hmm. well non-existent if you're the blackhawks uh um, 72 and a half 73 i think it's 73 on the money 73 million so that means you need so 15 players uh so for uh, you need a, a they have like six million to sign like a line and a half <laughs> something like that Hey, you know what? The Blackhawks are like every. Great... You're gonna have to play every player about seven hundred fifty grand. Oh, no, dude, they're the Blackhawks are every great, like late '90s, early 2000s college party movie. <laughs> what? Oh man, we have this problem ahead of us. Who cares? <laughs> and then, oh no, the test is tomorrow. And around the trade deadline, they have a montage of studying really hard. And then Will Ferrell and everyone, they learn how to twirl the baton and everything. Yeah, and then they debate the guy from CNN and they win. And they win. They're every great late 90s, early 2000s college movie. Doesn't matter. We're creating problems for ourselves tomorrow, but for now we're the Blackhawks, so we cares. Oh, they got a $6 million extension kicking in next year. That sounds like next year's problem. <laughs> For now, let's enjoy being the Blackhawks. They are the embodiment of YOLO. Like, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they are. Yeah, they are old school. <laughs> They're old school of the movie. What? I think AFC's still open. When? Okay. Do you have Cap Friendly open? Anybody have Cap Friendly I do. Okay. I'm on the Blackhawks right now. Marion Hosa, how much money does that make, he make? Oh, baby. Wow, that's actually not a great deal. He's um, 5275. For how much longer? This season. And the season after. And the season after. And after. And after. <gasps> but not what? four seasons after this one. None of that matters when he's on Roby Daw Island. Or when he. I don't know. Is he going to retire? But then. How old is he? Because he's 37. Then if he retires, it counts against the cap. 
But he doesn't have to Whee! retire. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? We. It doesn't matter. Why would Black they Hawks? sign him through to forty-one? Are they insane? Because three cups. We. Because Stanley Cups are plugging their ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have more Stanley Cups than they have ears to plug. They got one up the nose. Yeah, so. but for fun, as a decoration, they got a they got a Stanley Cup spacer through the septum. You know what I they bet? Don't care. You know. You know what they're gonna do, right? You know what they're gonna do? Mm. Hosa is gonna be an Arizona Coyote next year. Oh, or or the year after that, or something. Yeah. Adam, the they how are. they're going to trade their first pe- first round pick to Arizona along with Hosa, and that that will de- that deal will happen. The how or why literally doesn't matter, Adam. It's the it's Chicago cool. Blackhawks. <laughs> By the way, you know who else has an extension that kicks in next year? Or actually, no, sorry, I think it just kicked in this year. Brent Seabrook. Oh boy, six point eight seven five. Woohoo! Duncan Till Keith? the end of time, his contract. Yeah, his contract goes in. And isn't his play a little bit in decline that nobody's talking? Nobody's talking about it. Uh, Dmitry Filipovich, I think, was tweeting about that yesterday. But Adam, cops, man, <laughs> we—it doesn't matter. <laughs> Brian Campbell's making one point five million dollars mm-hmm. until he becomes a UFA and signs for like five dollars because he doesn't care. He just Whee! wants to win. He made his money. Mm-hmm. Made his money. We. Wee. They have all these rookies. Oh my god. Like Richard Ponick. Richard Ponick is an RFA. And here are the two options Richard Ponick has. Sign a cheap deal with Chicago. Go somewhere else. And That's all you're getting in Chicago. And Richard Ponick is signing in Chicago. He uh, is. Of course he is. Andrew Desjardins an unrestricted free agent. Jordan Tutu's an unrestricted free agent. He'll probably go. Tanner Kiro. I, who is this person? <laughs> Probably on their first line. <laughs> Probably. We should play Who is black that person. I've never heard of that. Black person. Hawk or normal person. <laughs> That's what we should, we, should play. we should play that. Black Hawk or, or Denny's employee. <laughs> like, black Hawk or suggested friend on Facebook. Tanner Kiro plays in the WHL. His name's Tanner. I don't know. Dennis Rasmussen, RFA. But like all their problems. Who's Gustav Forsling? I've heard of I've Gustav Forsling. Yeah, I've, okay. I've heard of him. Okay. But, I mean, how do you forget a name once you've heard it like that? <laughs> Forsling. Gustav Forsling, that is a name. Oh, uh, you know what's going to hurt them a little bit? They've gotten really good goaltending out of Scott Darling for... I thought league minimum was six hundred grand. He's making $587,000. Because? Because why? Because? Whee! <laughs> The Blackhawks! Somehow they were able to knock 15 grand off his salary. <laughs> they got Nick Schmaltz. Oh, you know who they have signed to a contract? And they can just plug in? Alex DeBrincat. Oh. oh just wow. throw him in there. Is that all? Now, Alex just... DeBrincat, not of World Junior Championship fame? Absolutely. The interesting thing there. Oh, hey, you know who comes off the cap after this season? Rob Scuderi. Oh, so they'll save some money there. They retain 1.1. 1. 1, yeah, which will help them. We <laughs> The Blackhawks are hilarious. They are. They're Stan Bowman, man. Stan Bowman. And <laughs> you know how many? <laughs> Holy f- you can swear now. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck, then. You know how many picks they have in this upcoming draft? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, oh, wow. 7, 8, 9, 10. They have 10, including all of their own. They have How all they of their own. That's two, unbelievable. Three fifth rounders <laughs> and two sixth. So, I mean, the extra ones they have are in the fifth and sixth round. <laughs> but that's when the Blackhawks draft Andrew Shaw. 
and then trade him for two seconds and because Brandon, we and Brandon Saad and Brandon Saad was in the second round. But yeah, but whatever. Oh, small correction: they don't have their own seventh. So, what a oh, you're right. It's the Duck seventh. Yeah. So uh, they're screwed. Stan Bowman, hey, Steve. idiot. Steve. <laughs> Boo. Boo. No, that's still we. I, I think that's um, I, I don't know I think that's pretty unbelievable <laughs> I guess, I, I, the, they, they should be out of draft picks at this point it doesn't make sense the, the oh, but they're missing a, to... they're missing a second round pick in 2018 so like I don't oh, know no. their future's not looking bright <laughs> we it's so stupid I hate this team <laughs> like it's not fair there will be a time several years from now when the Blackhawks are not good anymore there will be a time Yes. I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you got Seabrook signed at the end of time. You got Hosta signed at the end of time. Um, yeah. Do they have Do they have uh, no movements? Yep. Yes. Both of them? And Isimov, too. Yep. So, Half their team has no movements. So then you've got Kays and Tays and Kane. Kays and Tane. The, the funny thing <laughs> is going to be the expansion draft when, uh, you know, Vegas comes and they go to Chicago here. We're taking this player, and Chicago goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Good. Oh, Hosa would look good on the Vegas Knights. However, no, nah, they got to protect. No him. movement, unless he waves. Unless it. they send him over there. You know, I wonder him. why not. Yeah. Do you think there will be a surprise player or two who no one would have saw uh, them That'll waving wave their it? claws? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure why Hosa would do that in particular, but maybe someone else. I don't think Hosa would do that. Um, but I think that. There, I mean, Chicago's going to have to have a discussion with Marion Hosa here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's on the IR right now, so he's on. Robidoux. So he's no, he's he's saving him. They they projected cap space by the way two hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars, <laughs> and they'll be right but there come cares? playoff time. Deadline cap space uh, just shy of one point one. <laughs> we they're the Blackhawks, man. Wee. They're the Blackhawks. They, they'll make a move too. They'll make a move. You watch. Ironically, they can take on contracts because they only have 43 of 50. Scott Darling, what were you going to say about him? He's making less than 600 grand. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He's a UFA at the end of this year. Mm. So that hurts. That hurts because you're getting, you're potentially losing the cheapest goalie in the league. You're losing the cheapest goalie in the league either way because even if you resign him, he's no longer the cheapest goalie in the league, right? Oh, what about uh, marginal at best, Corey Crawford? Is he, is he <laughs> going to come back in and. He's making six million bucks for three years after this one. Corey Crawford was the number two goalie at the Olympics. I know. I'm just kidding. I, I just that's been my running kidding. joke with Blackhawks fans are. for years. I don't think you're kidding at all. Blackhawks fans don't even tweet me about it when I say it anymore because they know they are the <laughs> nicest people. By the way, they're always like, "Come on, why are you ragging on my man Corey?" <laughs> like that's whereas like Flyers fans are like, "Hey, f you!" <laughs> Everyone keeps tweeting me about Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Um, well, I was talking to somebody about that, too, because I yeah. think because James Van Riemsdyk is on the Leafs, people are instantly like, well, why wouldn't you reunite the two? Is Trevor Van Riemsdyk a guy that is yes. worth trading for? Sorry. He's yeah. a guy, yes. Yes, but not until after the season's done. Because if I'm the and is, Blackhawks, he, is he an all-star defenseman, or no. is he just a, is he a third-pairing guy? What is he? I'd say third-pairing, yeah. He makes $825,000 this season and next before becoming an RFA. So there's no way Chicago lets him go. It's exactly the type of player Chicago needs. The The problem is it seems fairly obvious that he'd be one of the top candidates to be plucked by Vegas. But the season's still going, so we! Like, that's what a, a contender does. Uh, everyone's going to lose someone. Yeah. Everyone's going to lose Leafs, someone. Leafs, it'll be Kamarov or Bozak, one of the two. 
I'm not sure about that, but we. All right. The, the Blackhawks, man. The Blackhawks. Just a crazy. There's just a crazy story. Crazy. Um, so fun. Will Junior question. Jeez. How come nobody, not one announcer, has said Switzerland goes top cheese? Huh? Because they have self-respect, Adam. Well, that is wrong. Okay. That is self-respect wrong. is for losers. <laughs> I have a Who needs that when you can have fun? I have a podcast. Sorry. I have. A, I do have a podcast. What's up? I have a World Juniors question. Um, it was it too much stuff in Toronto this year. Maybe was it World Cup, um, Grey Cup, World Juniors, Centennial Classic, TFC, D- TFC, unexpected Blue Jays playoffs. Was it too much? Raptors did we, playoffs. Did they tap out the market for tickets? Well, for the average fan for sports in Toronto. Yes, but a few of those things you couldn't have predicted. Like you don't know TFC is going to the final. You don't know the Raptors are going three rounds deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know the Jays are going to their second consecutive ALCS. But you set up the three major hockey events all in one year. They might have tapped it out. But you know you know what, though? The, it's not the World Juniors' fault. Because we knew Toronto would get the round robin um, like th- two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really just... <laughs> it's everything else that has occurred since. It's the World Cup that randomly went, we're here now! And they just barged into the room. Uh, yeah, I think... I think you could spread the wealth. I think Montreal could handle something like that. You know where a great place for the World Cup would have been? A non-hockey Canadian city. Quebec City. Yeah. Would have been a great Quebec spot city. for the World Cup. Because then it's a then it's like a, wow, we get NHL talent coming to Quebec City. And, mm-hmm. but maybe, and then it fires up rumors about, you know, people get a, a first-class showcase of the arena. It's like and, a trial. Oh, absolutely. Help, that would have been out. a better spot. Help me out, folks from the prairies. I think Saskatoon. For the World Juniors. Because I was so impressed by the World Juniors. Of course. They were selling out or coming close to selling out like relegation games between like Latvia and Slovakia. Like people didn't care. It's It's like I said, there's nothing to do and everyone's at the nothing. Also, there's only so much money. This city is very expensive. Yeah. And you can't, you can't tell me that some of these tickets are worth the prices they're asking. Can I go after Greg Wyshynski? Oh, sure. Can I go after All him? right, if you want to. <laughs> he was making fun of uh, Toronto a little bit yesterday on Twitter because, hey, we deserve an outdoor game. And then the outdoor games come. Oh, but these ticket prices. Which, it's a funny joke, but, like, let's not pretend like Toronto doesn't literally keep the NHL afloat. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Toronto, Toronto is one of, what, four or five profitable markets in this league? <sighs> and we've had a fantastic sports year. And there's been a lot to spend your money on. And I'm sorry that not everybody at this point, especially like right after Christmas, has 400 bucks to drop on one ticket, by the way. (laughs) And people are right after Christmas, right after Christmas. It's hard. You might have bought World Cup tickets earlier. Yeah. And I had people tweeting me like, well, you know, you didn't have to get those tickets. Look, I found this pair and it's still $300. Like, yeah, they're only got- three. Hey, man, they're only three twenty-five. <laughs> That's yeah. only a seven hundred and fifty-dollar game, Steve. Yeah. Or six fifty. Sorry, my math no, no, is terrible. No, 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 like three hundred for the pair. Oh, which for the is pair. a good deal, but not everyone has money for that. Man, I'll give you a Bugatti for fifty thousand dollars. You know what? That's a wicked deal for a Bugatti. I still don't, I don't have, have fifty thousand dollars on me. I don't have it. Sorry, I don't have it. So, like, I think Jesse's onto something. We might and be they, a little tapped out. Great cut bait. I think you're right. I think the, yeah. the market can only support so mm-hmm. much. Really, truly. And the great cut being here was just like, oh, nobody cares. <sighs> no, it was. Did extra, people go though? No, it was sold, sold out. Like they gave away enough tickets that sold out. I think. Okay, 
you could argue, well, you give free tickets to anyone, they'll show up. But I think that's I, a sign that it was it might have been partially a money thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe people do like the CFL in this city, but it's just not their top priority. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. Man, okay, I can spend money on World Junior tickets mm-hmm. or World Cup tickets or Leafs tickets or Jays tickets or Raptors tickets or CFL. Toronto Rock season starts tonight. Uh, Toronto they, Fury. They got to be selling all for tunies now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> my goodness, who's paying to go to the Rock? I keep and going, I love the Rock. I totally, but I keep going back to our buddy Al, who was in a band, and he had trouble booking shows in Toronto. Went out to Halifax, sold out of shit. Mm-hmm. So no one had ever heard of them before. Sold out of shirts, sold out of CDs, packed bar. Because there's too much to do here. There's too much to do. Especially when it comes to sports. Don't you ever tell me Toronto's not a sports town. How dare you? Oh, it's a huge it's a top town. five sports town, maybe in the continent. Not maybe. Definitely. So we don't need the World Juniors for a while, right? No. No, I think they're banging on Toronto because Toronto will support hockey. And I, yeah. I just, I, I think it's I been a little bit sad to watch with the, the state. You know, but that's honestly. finger wagon like, oh, Toronto, we can do better than this. We can fill this building. Fuck you. No. No, not <laughs> after the World Cup and the Grey Cup and the yeah. playoff Put it game. somewhere else then. Yeah. No, who was finger wagon at Ufa? Why, why isn't who the Who was whole finger wagon when why no can't one it just be in one city? Why can't it just be in Montreal? Yeah, I don't understand why they split it up. You know why they probably split it up? Because they feel like there's not enough interest in Montreal. Why can't they the do Montreal-Ottawa, which is closer? Hmm. That might have made more sense. Yeah. Like, if you need to have two cities because you've only got one major arena to support it, and you got to make X amount of ticket sales per game, why, why not Ottawa? That's a great damn idea, Adam. Or how about Especially- some of the games that you know aren't going to sell well, put them in one of the QMJHL arenas. Yeah. Put it in Hamilton. Yeah, why don't you throw like Denmark and Switzerland out in Mississauga or in Oshawa? Mississauga would be bad because for some reason no one goes to anything. Okay, or but you're not selling. Suburbs, you're you not know? selling ten thousand yeah. tickets to a game like that. Yeah. So put it in a ten thousand person arena. Yeah. So it looks Hamilton maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know? this is not hard. I just think it was it was the market's tapped and 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 you know honestly after spending ex- like we spent so much money I didn't go to the playoffs this year. For the Blue Jays. But those tickets were expensive. Mm-hmm. But why are, like, I mean, Blue Jays playoff tickets cost would have cost me the same as going for two tickets to um, uh, to, the, uh, to the Winter Classic. You know what you're doing by... Same, by, same price. One's, one's playoffs. Sorry, but one's just a regular season game. Yeah. It's outside. And it's really cool. And it still. is a premium, I mean... A regular I'll, season game for which there are 35,000 tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and also, people are doing shit that day. It's New Year's Day. It's New Year's. I'm flying to Florida, man. And, by the way, it's going to sell out. Yeah, of course. People are freaking out. This is how high the expectations are for Toronto. It's going to sell out, but people are mad that it's not sold out yet. Mm -hmm. Fucking relax. Like, yelling at Toronto for this is like yelling at Carey Price for letting in two goals. Toronto is Carey Price when it comes to ticket selling. Yeah. (laughs) Okay? The standard's just higher. And by the way, when he allows three, we go, oh, Carey. They're going to do a great job. The game's going to go off really well. Everything's going to be great about this game. It's going to be really, really well. And and if you're a true Toronto sports fan and you're at the game and you paid those tickets, I think it's going to be worth it for you. I really, really do. But when it comes to, I think for the, I think the CFL probably is the most mad out of this Mm -hmm. because they, they 
really struggled, really, really struggled. And, um, you know, and then there was a, a giveaway where, you know, people the who paid $150, $150 for tickets were finding them that they paid $30. That they would get hilarious. the same tickets uh, for, a, for a pizza meal. a box of pizza. Uh, yeah. I, I, you get 30 bucks, you get, get it for 30 bucks and you get a pizza. I'm, just, I'm looking at a QMJHL map. Like, okay, see this little chunk right here? I'm sure you guys could all just Google QMJHL map. Mm-hmm. There's Montreal right there. Okay. Which, by pull- the way, if you're on the radio, Montreal being where Montreal is on a map. No, it's not the radio. Well, if you're listening on the radio oh, of the podcast. Oh. Hmm? If you're listening on, like... Oh, just audio? Yeah. And also, if Way to go, poor if, person. If, if you're no, listening on video, Steve is not pointing the map at the camera. But Jesse's putting the thing because <laughs> of editing magic. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, you were showing me Montreal. Okay. <laughs> you could hold one of the games at one of those markets. Absolutely. Where do you think? Drummondville? Well, we I know Miranda, it's a bit of a drive. You again. You've got... Uh, who's, who's this one? Is that the the new the new team the Armada whatever? There are places you could have held that thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I don't know. I'd love to see a World Junior Championship out in the East again. Where like Halifax? Oh yeah, Fredericton. Where was the last Moncton? When was it in Halifax? It was. It's been there, hasn't it? I think so. I don't don't know. I remember when. Yeah. Anyway, I it it just seems like there's a lot. And you're right, Jesse. I think we're tapped out. Yeah. Um, I I also here's the thing. Here's a question for you. Support a bag of shit team for literally decades, and then have trouble selling out one game, and people go, "That's not the hockey mecca." Thank you. F you. Shut up. Uh, It is the hockey mecca. By the way, sorry, Greg. I think leaf. (laughs) I think leaf tickets are 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 always worth it. To me, totally. here, they are a premium. Yeah. Yes, you're going to pay premium price, but they're a premium product. And this, this, it's a religion here. Like It's like mm-hmm. Yankees in New York, man. Like You can't, there's nothing else that even compares. I'm willing to pay, pay those prices for that. And this game, guys, is going to be so special. Steve, you are so lucky that you're going. Oh, I'm uh, so stoked. I, it's going to be amazing. Before Sonnet came along and rescued me <laughs> and gave me tickets for this thing, uh, because Mrs. Dangle never asked to go to a hockey game. She wanted to go to this one. I knew I was going to get credentials. I'm going no matter what. But she wants to go. I almost dropped the close to a G to get tickets because she never asked. Mm-hmm. And you only and make so, me, so many G's like, in a year. What? You only make so many G's in a year, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's there goes one of them. Yeah, that's oh, how baby. I look at it. If I ever spend $1,000 on something like brakes on a car, you're like, uh, or like $500, yeah. you're like, that is half a G, and I only make this many G's. That's not fair. You know what I'm getting better at? My uh, my poker face at the bank. <laughs> when I have to pay an unforgivable amount of money for something, I just go, mm, <laughs> and I pretend like nothing's wrong. I do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, and then they look at me like, <laughs> "This has to." Are hurt. you sure nothing's wrong? I'm like, "No, it's fine." <laughs> <laughs> Is that the face you gave them when you told them about James Reimer's figure? Or <laughs> yeah, no, that's the face uh, they gave to me when they realized uh, they could have had their own. Someone sent me a tweet where uh, someone was trying to sell one for 180 dollars. They're never gonna get it, but they'll never get it. You no. never know. They're only trying to sell it because they it doesn't know. Matter. You know what it's worth to me? Priceless. That's what James taught me. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about the World Junior Championship. There was one something I, I did actually want to bring up with the World Juniors because you know what? I've thoroughly enjoyed watching it. <laughs> it's always fun to watch. It is, um, and it's like you said last episode. A bunch of players that you've never heard of. It's great. Yeah, I like, learning. I like um, learning. Carl Grunstrom again. Now he's got four points. 
uh, a goal and three assists, which puts him strangely ahead of Alex Nylander, who has the same amount of points, but more goals. But assists apparently count for more in the scoring standings. They're on the same team. They it might have, the have been an alphabetical of- thing. Maybe it's that. <laughs> um, but he, not only does he have four points, but the assists that he has, that he has, points. they're really great points. Michael Trakos wrote an interesting article about him. Uh, he compared him to Zach Hyman with a better shot. Which I thought was interesting, and I think one of the Swedish coaches compared him to Patrick Hornqvist. I will take either of those players you just mentioned. With yeah. a second-round pick, I'll take those. Yep. I'll take those. I'll take a player that plays 100 games in the NHL with a second-round pick. I will take that all day. There's another winger, by the way. <laughs> oh, that says... <laughs> We're going to trade for least, strength. <laughs> they got to do something. They got there's too many. Oh, there's such there's a funny season coming here in the in July. Oh my god, it's um, going to be fun. So here's the deal. I, I I mean, I think Sweden's a team to watch. You really got it. If it doesn't matter what team like I mean, I watch because Carl Grun- Grundstrom's playing for them. So I want to know what he's doing. Uh, and it's funny because I've never I used to watch this tournament going, God, I hope Canada wins, beats everybody. Now I'm just going like, who's here that's interesting? Yeah, I, I've I've got this detachment. It's like, oh, if Canada doesn't win, our national pride's at stake. For me, it's not like that anymore. I don't remember. I want them to win, but it's like this is more interesting to see who's coming to the NHL. I care more. I care more. I see. Like I was going to say this earlier with the ticket thing. I would pay. I would pay more money to see a Leafs home game than I would pay to see the World Hockey Championship final game. Th- there was a wow, wow, really regular season game for the Leafs. I would pay more. Because I care. Because I, I really care. Mm. See, I think that's easy to say now. But if Canada no, I, has gold on the line. Mm. I didn't say Olympic. But it's gold, though. It's world junior gold. What if Canada has a Leaf prospect on them? Because they don't this year. Then I care. <laughs> ah, see, I, that I evens it out a little here's bit. I'm going, here's, here, I care more about the Leafs than I do about all the bloody tournaments that all the teams are in right now. Yeah. That might just be right now. But I, I feel like I, I am I have such a Leaf fan that I, I actually realize it about myself. I want to watch Sweden more than I want to watch Canada. I want to watch this Grunstrom guy play. When Sidney Crosby scored the golden goal, I thought a few things in a span of like five seconds. One, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit! Two, of <laughs> course it was Crosby. Had to be. Three, I can't believe I was here for this shit. Four, I can't wait till it's the Stanley Cup. It always goes back to the Leafs. It goes back to my NHL team. If you're listening, it goes back to yours too. Like it's yeah, of course. I want the cup. Yeah, I want to stand the cup badly, and I will pay obnoxious amounts to see the Leafs in the playoff. I'm I'm on record right now saying it. I think every day I think about what what I'm going to do the day yeah. the Leafs win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> one day when the Leafs do make the playoffs, when we do this podcast, because they never have. Uh, <laughs> is, that, time, is that a true fact? In the time we have done this podcast, the Leafs have not made the playoffs. We started on the tail end of the last time that they made the playoffs, but the Leafs have never made the playoffs while we've done this show. It was like less than a month after they lost. Yeah. After four one. Right? Yeah. Shut after four one. Shut, shut up. Just, shut up. <laughs> uh, and it has yeah. haunted us ever since. One day. I want to. I want to. When the Leafs make it back to the playoffs, I want to go on like one of the SeatGeek or StubHub or any of these and see what the second market tickets are. Oh God! And I want to know how much we're all willing to pay for playoff tickets in round one, round two, round three, and hopefully round four. Like how much? How high are we willing to go? Because I think that would be a really fun thing to do, but we can't do it until they make the playoffs. Because you need to have that storyline. Oh, they're a young team, and they're hope, and you know, especially Steve will be emotionally invested. See, you by the way screwed me up with the Blue Jays because I go, I can afford that once, hmm? 
And then I want to go to the next one. Because it's playoffs and it's infectious. Dude, we were at a Blue Jays playoff game this year. We bought tickets to the next day's game in our seats. In the same seats. Yeah. And it was smart, by the way, because like 20 minutes later, price went whoop. For the Jays. Up like 30 bucks. I got a whole bunch of uh, tickets at face value the day they went on sale. And I bought Game 7 World Series tickets. And I swear to God, if they had gone to the World Series and someone offered me like $10,000 for those tickets, I wouldn't have done it. I would have gone would, to the game. You had to go. I would have gone to the game. It, it, sometimes memories are worth it. Yeah. I would literally put myself in financial peril if the Leafs ever made the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wonder about that. I'd be, like, I'd be like, what can I afford? Now, what's $2,000 more than that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like here's, I would put myself in debt. You, at that would, point, you look at your whole financial year plan, and you go, "If I spend the next twelve months paying this off, will it still be worth it?" Yeah, I've never put myself in any bad debt. You know, school, also university, or sorry, school, house, house car, car. I've, uh, but I would do it. I would do it. But if also, made the final. media pass. Well, for you, I would. Yeah, I would think I would exercise the that amount of if you media can. they'd allow. You'd probably get one. Yeah, yeah. I want to be on the ice. Yeah, so you're gonna well media that. pass. Then. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be on the ice wearing sunglasses because I'll be crying. <laughs> Just deeply and bitterly. <laughs> Who let this fan on the ice? Is what everyone's going to say. <laughs> Because Johnson's just there being all professional. He's there crying in a corner. And then Morgan, well, you know, it's, it's an unbelievable feeling, you know. Uh, we just can't believe it. It's great that we did it in front of our home fan. Yeah, I mean, Mitch played unbelievable. Uh, you're absolutely right, Steve. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, we really came together as a team. You know, uh, amazing coaching from Babcock. It was great to be here for the whole ride. Thank you, too. Yeah. <laughs> the whole interview. You'd make the morning highlights just because you'd be crying in the in the end zone corner. You'd be oh in my the god! Position. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, oh yeah. <laughs> and there's Steve. And then like once they got you up because you'd sat there for so long crying, there'd be a butt imprint from where you melted into the ice. <laughs> you see basketball court. <laughs> you see a Raptors logo. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was an amazing play. Yeah. Um, you know, really, uh, he, he just saw me out there. I called for it and, uh, you know, buried it. But, you know, I got to score the goal, but it was a hell of, a, a oh. hell of an assist. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, guys, I think it's time we do the press conference, our very last of 2016. Oh, and then wow. we're going to talk about the what, what the schedule is like going into uh, uh, into 2017. First, though, P. The Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. Press conference, but you don't want to start with the press conference. Oh, no, no. I, I want to say, uh, just because Jesse and I were talking uh, about the Steve Downey thing from last show, and a lot of people said it was too hard, and I started considering, you know, was I too hard on Steve Downey? So I started doing some research, Googled some old stuff of his, uh, looked up video, and I did not go hard <laughs> enough. Yeah, I take I'm- back nothing. <laughs> he was a piece of garbage on the ice. What's wrong with your neck? Uh, it's a little sore. Mm. I keep It keeps going left to right to left mm-hmm. to right to left to right. Is there any particular reason? Because or... I don't think it's possible mm. to be too hard on Steve Downey. Okay. And even though I agree with some of what he said, doesn't mean that... Listen, you cannot blame Don Cherry for slashing a referee. Don Cherry yeah. never told you on yeah. a Saturday night to slash a referee. I had one guy I had one guy go, you know what? You don't know what you're talking about. He only got suspended once for targeting the head. Okay, what else did he get suspended for? 
He got suspended for a lot of things. Slashed a ref and tried to make it look like he was just taking a face off. How yeah. about this? Sorry. How about this? He tried to make a young teammate cram into a <laughs> bus, bathroom, naked. And when the young teammate didn't want to do that with a bunch of other rookies on the team, he cross-checked him in the face oh, yeah. and knocked out his teeth. Yeah. Anyway, we, Period, did, this, we did the slash show. I, you know he what? brought up some good things. I would love to talk to Steve Downey. Oh, I don't know. Why not? I don't know. Why not? It, I think it'd be interesting. It'd be I'd int- love to I don't t- know if he'd be willing. I'd, it, you know what? It'd be interesting. Well, if he's willing to tweet about it. Yeah, fair enough. That's a bigger audience than we are. Yeah, that's true. Why the hell not? Yeah. Let's invite him on. Let's do it. By the way, for anybody wondering. I'm going to start doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> anybody wondering, uh, we are going to take next week off. Uh, yeah. We are going to release two best of episodes, which Jesse is lovingly compiling, uh, which will probably be best of meaning the worst of Steve and I's worst <laughs> moments, the hottest of hot takes. It's just going to be, make an episode where all I do is interrupt Adam. <laughs> you want us to look? I, I mean, don't have to make that. That'll be the easiest episode. <laughs> so you want me to play back? Repost it. You know, you know what? <laughs> Um. <laughs> well, you know, I. <laughs> uh, I think I think with the uh, with you know the, the here's the thing. We said this last episode for everybody that gets mad every time we take a week off. I get it. Uh, however, oh, they don't really. This know. is the last week that we're going to have until after free agency. Yeah. This is going to be of us, hard. I made the dumb mistake <laughs> of taking off time during free agency last year, and we all know now how that worked out. This will be a six-and-a-half-month sprint for all of us. And remember, we all have jobs outside of this uh, that are pretty demanding, so it is going to be crazy for all of us. So I think just give us this week, and then we're going to give you all we have for the next six-and-a-half months. I got a little bit of the, uh, the Adam Wilde experience where like, I'm happy to be on TV now. But uh, it's added a little bit to the plate. <laughs> yeah. Bit. Sorry, what were you going to say there, Jesse? Not, I don't you had a question? Um, I, we have to visit one of our favorite websites. Uh-oh. We have to go back to Nar City. I've been, I've been sitting here trying not to chuckle to myself the entire time. So we should have but, just not done the press conference. We should have done <laughs> listicle of the week. <laughs> They've done 10 brutally honest starter packs for the GTA. For the and Greater I, Toronto Area. And I think, <laughs> okay, first off, you are seven or eight months late on the starter pack thing, by the way. Yeah. Also, yeah, you're a little late on the starter the, pack. By right. the way, the yells at your wife in public starter pack is still my favorite because it's basically Guy oh, Fieri. Oh, the chain and wallet. The, uh, oh, yeah. the only sunglasses, the spiky yeah. blonde hair. Like, why don't you just say Guy Fieri? Pick up, some, pick up a liter of Coke. <laughs> Man. Stereotypes, dude. Seriously. Oh, okay, so Sma- or Smash Mouth. Yeah, sorry. Oh my God. Yeah. Real, real quick. Someone would be telling me about like a jerk customer that they dealt with at the zoo, like in the lunchroom, right? And I'd be like, Oh, were they like this, 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 this? And they'd be like, Were you there? Did you see this person? And I'm like, No. I just they I've, all. I've worked here for long enough, and we get over a million customers a year. Yeah. Were their kids blonde? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Really? Yeah, blonde kids get yelled yeah. at more per capita. I don't know why. Oh. I, I couldn't tell you why. I just um, know that's what I saw. Usually <laughs> usually with aggressive people in public, you can pretty much, to a person, uh, pick them out with the affliction shirts that they're wearing. <laughs> if you are wearing anything UFC or UFC-related, you are probably aggressive in public. 
Um, I think that's a perfect place. And call place. people bro. I think that's a perfect place to start off with okay. our I'm from it. Oshawa starter pack. Oh! oh amazing. So, this is good. Okay. If you guys want to take a look at it. By the way, it, this no, you, can you describe like it first? 15 years too late. Okay. Describe it first so people uh, who so, can't see. We got in the starter pack. And he's going to throw this up on screen. Mm. Jess, you're going to edit these in. We have um, on your speedometer going to 210. <laughs> that is abs. I wish that were true. <laughs> We've got a we got a nice nice little home. It's pretty small, but it's like a nice tiny home. Uh huh. That's, that's a, appropriate. That's an Oshawa thing. Yeah, we, it's super boring. We've but got I a, mean, yeah. we've got a pickup truck. Yeah. Yes. We've With got, a Newfoundland sticker. <laughs> For some reason, all of Newfoundland moves to Oshawa. I don't know what it is. Three quarter length jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's gone. <laughs> A few years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years I don't ago. know if that's the case anymore. And and a nice tap out hoodie. Yes, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of tap out hoodies. There's a lot of that. Jen's games are great because oh, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's I love that it's not just a pickup truck. It's a mid two thousand Chevy, which it has to be. Also, that is an enormous Oshawa house. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what that person is saying. <laughs> it's pretty small. All right, all right. Next Jean start- shorts is pretty funny. Next starter pack. All right. What the, is it? Well, I was just going to say Jen's games are great because they are a little bit of a time capsule. There, there are some old school Oshawanians, whatever the hell you call Oshawanians. Oshawanians. There's some old school Oshawa folks there. We're talking Canadian There's, tuxedo. There is something about Oshawa and Edmonton that is 1980s. It's beautiful, isn't huh? it? It's, it's, I don't know. something that's a simple music. I, I also like going to Jenny's games and, and uh, uh, Toronto Rock games and Calgary Roughneck games when I used to live in Calgary because mm-hmm. everybody wore their hunting gear. And right. you couldn't see anybody, but the, the stands were full. But Oshawa, now, because there's the university now, it's a weird mix of, like, Letterkenny problems and, <laughs> and Portlandia. Oh, because it's hipster, too. Yeah. It's very. Wow. Very. SL and I went to breakfast one day. We're like, where the hell did we walk into? Everyone's wearing, like, a beret. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Painting while cu- drinking coffee. Yes. Drinking coffee. Yeah, something... There's something you drink co- coffee lip wristed, uh, limp wristed, and you pretend like you hate it. There's some, something about okay, <laughs> lip wristed. Okay, all right. And, and, yeah. So. Do you want to do the I'm from Scarborough? Stuff yeah. Oh, let's go. We've let's got go. Bay's chinos and Jordans. Ch- Jordans for sure. Jordans for sure. Everybody, it was Jordans. That was all people wore. We played against a rugby team where the they couldn't afford cleats, so they all wore Air Forces, and they kicked our ass. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, we got Salt and Pepper Roots hoodie. No, that's every university town. That's yeah. not Scarborough. Uh, Good Life Fitness bag. That's in not Scarborough, Scarborough either. No. 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 Uh, there, I don't even know if there is a Good Life in Scarborough. Has this person ever been? In our city. Uh, we've got a TTC picture, which is anywhere in Toronto. Yes. Um, we've got some slow-burning cigarettes and uh, a bunch of kids standing by a brick wall looking tough. Well, that is for sure. Boo! That was sucked! Oh, no, that's the LRT. That's light rapid transit that uh, links to the subway. Okay. That's why, yeah, because it's okay. like Kennedy Station, of course, yeah. Um, wow, that's, this is, you know why? Here's the thing. If you were expecting this, uh, the starter packs to be good, it's Narcity. <laughs> so, no. My friend posted a, a one the other day. The Roots hoodie, it was, man. It was, Nobody can afford Roots in Scarborough. Like, yeah, we could, that was a little Roots is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't afford Roots. What the hell? I, I got some for Christmas, and I was like, wow! I got Roots? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's good quality. I saw a sign for a lost cat. 
Um, and, and the caption was only in Scarborough. <laughs> right above the cat, like printed on the sign, it said, Dis your cat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Next starter pack. Dis your cat. Oh. Um, do you want to do the I'm from Markham? Okay. I don't know if, is Markham that amazingly the, different from no. Scarborough? All right. They, they switched it up a little bit. We've got some, uh, we've got a BMW. Yes. Mm, Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn. Yeah. We've well, got, mark him. A little bit. Yeah. You know you know the hairstyle where you got the ponytail on top and you kind of shave off all the, everything the man around bun? it? Yeah, the man bun, except everything else is shaved as well. And it's kind of just the man bun on so top. So it's like the sumo wrestler? Yeah, that kind of see. Let me see. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Scarborough, though. Yeah? That's a little is bit it? Scarborough, I'm yeah. Scarborough We've got your parents and then you and your hands out and then they're giving you money. That's definitely Markham. That's most of north and west of the city, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Markham Town Center, I think it is. Yeah. Is a place. Yeah, we, got, we got a little starter I don't know if I've ever been. And the can of Goose Jack is there, but everybody has a can of Goose Jack. You know why this is boring? Stink. You know yeah. why this is boring? <laughs> because a lot of the suburbs in Toronto are pretty boring. Like, we don't have a suburb like That's Brooklyn. Not true. Yes, it is. Tell no. me about tell me one thing about any of the suburbs in Toronto that's interesting, and I include the ones that I used to that I grew up in. Pickering has Frenchman's Bay. Joe Newendike is from Whitby. <laughs> Mike Koska is from Ajax. I think I'm not actually even sure. That's my point. Boring. <laughs> mm, fair enough. It's boring. Mm. They don't have Toronto is a new city in the sense that it doesn't have the characteristics of neighborhood that you would get in older big cities see i don't think that's true i i think toronto is bajillions of small neighborhoods we don't really have the big brooklyn feel mm-hmm. we have like right so there's like, the, I, I always laugh when people say like little italy in toronto there's several there are toronto and the gta have several little italy's mm-hmm. there's several little greeks portugal several con- chinatowns chinatowns little philippines mm-hmm so, okay, That's all my kinds. point. My point is that. Yeah, but that makes the whole thing good. I'm not saying it makes it bad. I'm just saying it doesn't make it... I think partic- it makes these articles difficult. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're trying to make yeah. an article that's impossible to make. Okay. They, there, No one area has one distinguishing factor. Like you're just not from there. Whoever wrote that is just not from there. If you had someone from there, do it. You know what you could have done for Scarborough? Exco. No, well, yes, def- definitely Exco International Clothiers. Um, and uh, the name, uh, what was the name of the guy who ripped movie tickets at Morningside, the Cineplex? I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and everyone from there knows what I'm talking about. So, congrats to the thirty of you. <laughs> so, what are we giving in our city of starter packs? Boo! I'm exhausted Boo. already. Can we get to an actual? I wish question? I had more hands so I could give those this four thumbs down. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I might have watched that recently. Was that a good spell? <laughs> Um, has Sidney Crosby surpassed Carey Price as the best hockey player in the world? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was dumb. You're right. <laughs> At least I can admit it. Can you create a new Leafs chant that's not Go Leafs Go, but is just as catchy? Austin Matthews! Austin Matthews! I don't know. Um, better than Go Leafs Go? A Leafs chant? Yeah. We want cup. <laughs> I don't know. No. I think chance kind of The answer is no. Chance kind of suck if they're not in the form of a song. If you were to meet Levi Maestro in person, <laughs> what would you say to him? Nothing. Because it's a greeting without saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> I 
honestly, I think, as I said in the last episode, I think he's probably a really good guy. Totally. We would have, I think we I would have the like best him. time. Yeah. Oh, man, you saw Rogue One? I like that movie, too. Like, I think he'd just be like... A, he seems a like a very guy. agreeable dude. Yeah. And if you said you liked a movie that he didn't like, he'd be like, oh, okay. Like that. <laughs> he would let you talk because yeah. he doesn't have anything I, to Honestly, say I think he's a likable dude. I just think that he needs a producer to tell him when his content is lacking. He's a content and I, we producer. all do. We all do. That's why we have one on this show. Without a producer. Why is Donkey Kong called a donkey? I have always wondered that. <laughs> he is nor donkey nor Kong. Is he a Kong? What, what is a Kong? Here's a Kong thing, is though. a dog toy. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. But he's, he's definitely not one of those. The very strange thing about Donkey Kong is he is from the Kong family. Like King Kong. Yeah. Diddy, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong. What about Donkey Kong made his parents decide and we shall name him Donkey? I used to play Donkey Kong every day. Donkey Kong 64 is a very underrated game. Deep, deep game. Good I'm game. talking about SNES. Wow. SNES. SNES. It was great on SNES, too. Are you going to get the SNES Classic? When's it's, that for sale? It's out. It's, it's already, already out. out. Yeah, it's been out. <sighs> and I'm it comes even... with all 200 games. Just upload it, right? No, I don't think it's 200. Isn't it 200? I think it's less than 200. It's all the good games. I want to be Donkey Kong. I hope NHL 94 is on there. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, it's classic, though. It's not SNES. Do they have... Oh, they have the... Oh, oh yeah. I want it's Magic a, Johnson's know. Fast Break. Yeah. Oh, ah, wow. In fact, you remember the theme song of that. <laughs> NES Classic? I was waiting. Only 30 games. Uh. What are the games, though? Uh, Balloon Fight, Castlevania, Donkey Kong... Double Dragon 2. Double Dragon 2 is awesome! I never played that. Dr. Mario, Excite Bike, Galaga, yes. Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, I heard of that. Ice, Ice Climber, Kirby's Adventure, okay. Mario Brothers, okay. yes. Mega Man 2, Metroid, yeah. Yeah. Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Pac-Man, Pac uh, Super C, Super Mario Brothers, Super yeah. Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Bros. 3, yeah. Legend of Zelda. Yes. Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. See, the, for Zelda and Mario alone, it would be worth it. No Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Yeah, that sucks. No, or, no um, regular Punch-Out? In North America, you also get uh, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania 2, Donkey Kong Jr. Oh! The original Final Fantasy, uh, Star Tropics, and Tech Mobile. Tech Mobile is awesome! Oh, have you ever played Tech Technobo no. oh. Techno World Wrestling is really good. Oh, I think Deadspin still does. Every, like I think they do teams yeah. versus each other on game day on Techno Bowl, and they'll live stream it. Yeah, and it'll just be like a game between two guys. Oh, it's so good. You ever play Captain Skyhawk? No, Captain Skyhawk's really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite uh, growing up. You know what? I finally bought Rocket League. Is it good? Oh. I've heard that's an incredible. Oh, game. it's so fun. I've heard it's the best. It's so fun. All right, now I've heard people are so good at it that it's obnoxious. Yeah, I haven't played on online yet. I'm probably going to try that out tonight. Get sick of it and never get angry. Do it again. Especially if the Leafs lose to Tampa. Oh, especially. 
Why do Pringles gotta have a small ass space to get your hand in? This is our most upvoted question of the week, <laughs> and and I think best worded. I think I think that might be question of the year in terms of how that was worded. Can we read that one more Why time? Why does Pringles gotta have a small ass space to get your hand in? I love that. That's question the most mark. upvoted. That yes. is so our listeners. Yes, enjoy your week off. Oh, I love you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Um, do we have an answer? The answer is so they can fit more. Pringles on the shelves so they can sell more and make money because capitalism, man. That's my answer. Okay. I don't know. Um, I think it's just a gimmick. Yeah, I think it's because the packaging looks cool. Then mm. that's the differentiator because the chips yeah. aren't that good. If you were a kid and you got... <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, I just wanted to say, if you were a kid and you got a flavor that wasn't so, pizza, you were poor. You're, <laughs> Adam hates Pringles. I was that kid. Adam hates Pringles. Okay, no, okay, let's the talk. The Godfather. <laughs> Fun. I just thought I'd end 2016 burning the house down. Children. <laughs> babies. Babies. Well, specific. Specific. No, I don't, I don't hate babies. Just what do they the do? Leafs. What are they capable of? <laughs> what are babies capable? What can babies About do? About as much as a can of chips. Am I right, Adam? About as much. High five for hating. Except for cans of chips, don't poop. Mm -hmm. Oh well, no, but I mean, I'm just saying. If you want to split, no, okay, okay, okay. All right, you have a chance at a party. You got bowls of chips. Somebody has figured out that with a Pringles bar, you can actually pour the Pringles out and put them on a, in a bowl, <laughs> what? which is crazy. I know. Weird concept. No, here's what you do. You slowly lay them out on one of those wood plank things yeah. they have at restaurants. Like tapas. So tapas Pringles. And then you yeah. serve it oh. with cheese just yeah. for no reason. Oh, no. You can't have Pringles with food. No, but you just put the cheese on the side for garnish. Yeah, you put garnish. A, like, and maybe some olives. Parsley. Yeah, olives. Grapes. Olives would be good. Um, olives are terrible. Olives are bad. That, add that to the list. I am, I am really burning the house down today. No, I, Adam, okay. this is my baby. Her name is Olive. <laughs> what? What? What is the... What chip are you going to first? You get Doritos, Doritos. you get Lay's, you've got Ruffles. What kind of Doritos? Got, like, is Pringles... Are Pringles... Depends. On the the original Doritos are not the greatest. What's the original? The nacho, nacho cheese? Nacho cheese. Nacho yeah. cheese, yeah. There's I, like eight kinds they've made better that are better than the original. The sweet chili heat's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sweet chili heat is very, very good. Jalapeno cheddar is very, If very there's, good. okay, if there's a, if a good, I've only had, you know what, maybe this isn't fair, I've only had Pringles original. So maybe my Pringles taste is off. Like ever? Yeah. Oh, are there better weird. Pringles flavors yeah. out there? Yeah, pizza. Like, I was a poor I like kid. I just learned. I was a poor kid. <laughs> I like the sour cream ones. Better Do you than the sour cream? One. Yeah. All right. So maybe, you know what? Maybe maybe I take that back on Pringles. Mm -hmm. I I need to try some more Pringles and try some different flavors. Really I'm just know. saying. I I don't know if you're going for a bag of chips. Are you reaching for Pringles first? I got a lot of heat. People were saying I should be deported uh, a couple months ago. <laughs> Why? Because I said ketchup chips suck. They do. <laughs> yep. They okay. still suck. Oh. There's, there's that. <laughs> Listen, just because something is Canadian doesn't make it good. I remember we did a as a as a promo uh, in Calgary. We did a toss your BlackBerry for an iPhone. So we took you to a parking lot early in the morning <laughs> on the morning that the new iPhone five was released. Is how long ago this was? And you had to throw your BlackBerry, and the person that threw it the floor furthest got an iPhone, a brand new iPhone. <laughs> and we a were really good gimmick. We were inundated inundated with people so angry how dare you diss a canadian company like blackberry like research in motion at the time how you are not supporting canadian products guys listen free market canadian product fine not a good canadian product 
I would gladly buy a BlackBerry if it were better than an iPhone. But guess what? And and even the BlackBerry hardcore fans that still somehow exist, you have to now admit, iPhone won. Yeah, but I'm, I'm getting sick of the iPhone. But iPhone won. I think I'm going... You know why you're getting sick of the iPhone? Because you use it. Yeah. Because you have yeah. one. You're not getting sick of it because it's gotten worse as technology. You're just no. getting sick of it because you're a human and you get bored eventually. Yeah. And I think next phone, Pixel. Yeah, and the last... the la- Yeah, the last time you did that, Steve, you were like, oh, God. And then yeah. a month later, you switch back to an iPhone. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what happened. Jesse and I were there. Yeah. And we could only have literally conversations. Happened. We remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you guys were so supportive about the whole thing. <laughs> Isn't it shitty, Steve? <laughs> Shut up with your plain Pringles, I Adam. I don't know what an Android gives you that an iPhone won't. Customization. It's all... I can make the screen do whatever I want. Well, good. Phones spend have twenty to the minutes point on where that. They're all kind of the same. They're all it's the just same. Whichever one you want to use for usability. And guess what? Your iPhone works with your computer. Yeah. Way better. Yeah, when I plug in another kind of phone, my computer literally explodes. Well, no. It's just one was built for that computer. Vladimir Putin literally appears on my screen and goes, I own this, and then the computer powers not, down and I can't use it anymore. You're not abandoning your iPhone because because of the iPhone. You're abandoning it because you just got bored. Yeah. And Fine. you want something new. Listen, I don't need you psychoanalyzing me. Listen, iPhones are solid as hell. That's all I want. I want a competent mum phone. Can you keep up? Can you keep up? And by the way, I think I think they're a little better than a competent bump. So you want a Brian Rust phone? Oh, a little said, bit better than you want a Patrick Hornquist phone. I want a Patrick Hornquist phone. Oh, one thing. Hey everyone. Oh. I didn't I don't watch the newsroom. I'm sorry I read a tweet from a guy on Will the McAvoy. I didn't know. I didn't feel bad about that either. Sorry, I forgot one of the main characters from one of the five hundred thousand shows that are out there these days. <laughs> Can I ask you guys an honest question about when people... No. No, I cannot ask you. When people say, <laughs> have you seen, does it give you anxiety? Because Yeah, a little bit. It gives me anxiety before they even mention the TV show's name. Have you seen... Because my answer is usually no. You give me a YouTube video, though. Oh, Mrs. Dangle just stopped asking. Have you seen... Yes, you have. You want to watch this again? <laughs> and whenever she brings me something I haven't seen before, I'm like, hey, 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 good work. <laughs> Man, I'm on Reddit and Worldstar every day. You're no, you're sneaking nothing past me. Nothing. What? I what feel that way at? with memes. Yeah. Yeah. They're never my- as funny as... They're never... For some reason, there are very few people who show you a meme regularly that is actually funny. Um, like, there are certain people in my life that I trust to share memes with. Whenever I get a meme from one of you two... Uh, Caprice, Caprice's brother. I know that it's probably going to be a very dark, hilarious meme uh, that is wrong, and we cannot share publicly. But, <laughs> but wait, if I get a if I get a meme sent to me from my dad, who I love, chances are I'm not going to find the meme is funny. And I love my dad, but he doesn't have that same sense of humor. He finds like oh, funny. He's, yeah. a, he's a little different kind of funny. And he w- he probably couldn't even tell you what a meme is. You know what I'm really enjoying right <laughs> and now. And that's not that's probably a good thing. It, He's I'm, probably better off. I'm really enjoying my mom just learning emojis, oh. but, <laughs> but with punctuation. So she doesn't do the actual emoji. Uh-huh. She'll do like the colon for the eyes and the line for the nose, and then she'll put like a star for a like a smoochy face. <laughs> 
Oh, so or, she's with a bracket for the smiley she's face. Two thousand four emojis. Yeah, and it's adorable. <laughs> That's it's the sweet. funniest I like thing. That. I want her to send me a flower bracket f bracket. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my dad now has fallen in love with FaceTime, and I'm mm. going to go on record and say I hate FaceTime. I don't uh, want to look. If I have to talk to you on the phone, I don't want to have to also monitor, monitor how my face looks. Mrs. Dangle's uh, grandparents from Scotland have had many a conversation with their shoulders. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't get. They don't get it. Look eh? into the camera, guys. So my dad gets that. Get it. But my dad, when he when I'm like, yeah, sure, give me a call. He Facetimes, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm in the car on Bluetooth. Just call me, unless you want to look at it's the bottom always, of my chin. Let me see time. my dog. I just want to see my son. Yeah, no, and then we yeah, put the me. dog on camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> night, night. Uh, we say this with love. Those damn dirty Scots. Yep. Who I love. I got to tell you, you know, as someone, as someone who whose mother has more Twitter followers than he does. <laughs> well, uh, she is a Grammy Award winning. She is. Uh, it is a little bit weird that my mom is better at emojiing than I am. Far better. Is she better? I remember I talked about, I made fun of my parents once on the air because I said, uh, I said there were like, I, I, I made a, a joke about how many divorces there are in my family, which there are a few. There's not just one. There's a few. Okay. And that's okay. Uh, my mom was like, I heard that. And then sent me the emoji with the sunglasses. And I was like, wow, that was quite hysterical. And you used that emoji correctly. <laughs> Golf claps, mom. Well done. Well, well done. Well done. Anyway, well done. this, this is devolving. We're ready. We're about to go on vacation. Let's go into two. What are you guys going to do for the next guys. week? I'm kidding. Uh, alumni game. Uh huh. Centennial Classic. Uh huh. Pass out. Jesse. Same thing. Are you going? Uh, I'm not going to the Centennial Classic. I'm going to the alumni game. Hey, we'll see you there. there you go. Be a good time. Florida. Oh right. I'm going to go see PK live. Ooh, if um, he's not hurt, he, yeah, he's injured, so might not see him. Screw you guys. Adam, I think his name is Vingen. Um, he's a Predators reporter. He, he said, he tweeted today, P.K. Subban is out for the rest of the year. As in 2016. Oh, what? That's evil, sir. That was good. That's unfollow territory. <laughs> no, it's not. That's me. follow. I wish there You're was a lock. You're playing with fire, Adam! I wish there was a lock follow. As in, I like you so much, I can follow you. I'm going to f- confidently say that following you for the rest of my life is a good idea. I have a million dollar idea for Twitter. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> this is not gonna be good <laughs> we got block yeah we got mute yeah you know what we need what a 24 hour mute you love that person but you don't want to hear about them right now because they're going off on something and you're not interested and you don't want to unfollow them you don't want to block them you don't want to mute them because what if you forget about them temporary mute I need a 24 hour mute I like that I don't like this tangent you're going on Temporary mute. Huh. Now be honest. Ah, you thought it'd be a shitty idea, and it ended up being a great one. Ah! <laughs> it's not bad. That's a pretty good it's, idea. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hey, guys. We love you. Mute. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show in 2016. Oh, uh, we really appreciate it. We love you. We will see you in 2017. January the 10th, I believe, is our next episode. What's your resolution? Shut up. I know. None. Zero. Is Penny Alexiak the athlete of the year? <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago
Radio.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.